0: Hello and welcome to our Gene UK podcast. I am Alex and this week I'm joined by uh, Joey Screbs. <laughs> Did you forget my name for a second? Though? No, but I forgot what Jared called you in the US.
1: Jared Petty calls me
0: Joey Screbs the British Invasion.
1: In full every time. <laughs> yeah. And that just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It does. It's very
0: much like, it's what you'd see written in a newspaper. That's yeah, my full title. I've worked with US guys for a long time uh-huh. and I don't have a nickname like that. So you've obviously... <laughs> Are you, you know, jealous? Yes, I am.
2: You oh, can have like, Ali, Ali Sim, Sim and Joey Screbs. What's that?
0: Oh, this makes me sound like the most ridiculous YouTuber in the world. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't want to be called Alison. I would
2: totally. Can we just like put your glasses slightly askew and we then put your, <gasps> put your. Do not out. touch me. Do not touch me.
1: Do not touch me. <laughs> that was genuinely
0: genuine violence.
2: Backhand from the editor. <laughs> uh,
0: the person who's annoying me to my right is Alicia Judge. Hello. Have you got a, a funny nickname?
2: Um, I mean, I've got nine different versions of my name because no one what? ever knows how to pronounce it. So I'm like, so there's Alicia, obviously. Then yeah. there's Alicia. Mm-hmm. And there's Alisa. And there's Alicia. And then there's Alicia, and Alicia. 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 Um, I can't remember what ones I've already said. Then there's like the nicknames, like there's Al and Lissy and Liss. And I, bet I answer to all of these, so right. this is why, like in the office, I'm constantly just like I never correct people because it's just been who really you gets your
0: name wrong in the office?
2: There's quite a few people. I mean, Tell Chris, me. Chris, Does me, he? for Tell a little he? while was quite. What was he calling uh, you? Uh, I think it was Alicia. 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 Which right. is classic. In fairness, it's A L Y S I A. Makes no sense. Yeah, it's like so- when,
1: it's like when people call me. A die- It's weird that I don't know why so many people call me Joe. Are
2: they drunk? No,
1: just Joe. People pronounce it Joe. Wait, are we
2: being serious? I thought no. Okay,
1: no, I'm just joining in. You've just got you've got. I've just got no way to relate. Such
2: a great poker face.
1: Yeah, that's just. I believe everything (laughs) you
2: say.
1: You're really tired. (laughs) All right, are we showing off about being tired now?
0: Yeah, half three.
2: What? Why have you been up since half three? Let's not
0: bore our podcast listeners. Okay, tedious life. I'd like to say you know what I was. Uh, fighting a crime
2: launch. in lycra tights in the middle of the night.
0: In Berkhamstead.
2: Berkhamstead.
0: Not Ali. <laughs> Ali Sims stalks the streets. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, proper awful like, outfit with my wonky glasses and hoodie. <laughs> oh this is why
2: you didn't want me to put your head up, it's actually that changing me. mechanism. Exactly.
0: It's, for, yes. it's like the Clark Kent glasses. And then I'd have to go and you know, bust some asses. And I'm, I'm, I can't do that right now. I'm just recuperating. <laughs> anyway, this is the uh, IGN UK podcast, and we're going to talk about highlights of the year so far mm. because if you haven't realized we're halfway through
2: i can't the believe the year that. we're
1: further than halfway through yes. the year yes. we're, we're, we're late podcast i know <laughs> at, the end, at the end of
0: june i know as near as it gets this is as soon as this we remember how pedantic you are on most podcasts no i was just it thinking is. about it
1: i was just like i was just thinking like just why flow. didn't we do this ages ago well are like oh, we wait, wait four days ago we were in e3 weren't we yeah, yeah.
2: not four days ago oh how was hard? it only four days ago
0: it feels so much longer it's the 5th time My life July, flies when by. Record- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, look, I've written down a list here. We don't need to stick to that. But I'm going to talk about some of my highlights. First of all, well, it's highlighting us a bit of a low light. The Division. I um, pumped a ton of time into The Division. You did? We all did. Yeah. Um, you more than the rest of us. Not Dale. Oh Well, Dale's Dale a maniac, though. It. I don't know how he gets so much time.
1: Well, not only that, but how he reacts to games he doesn't like that much. Like, when it came out, he was just like, eh, I'm not really sure about it, I don't really know whether I like it. Next thing he was like... like Gears level, "Score Gearscore, level 30, whatever. It. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <crack at it.
0: laughs> and there was uh, that element of, like, well, I need to grind, I need to level mm. up. Uh, especially when, you know, the first kind of big DLC pack came out. Mm. But when it was, like, targeted so much higher than I already was, I was just like... Oh.
1: Like, they really... They really made clear that you have to keep up with the game in a way that I don't think is realistic for a lot of people. So,
2: like, like, my unfortunate thing was I came in, like, months later mm. after it came out, like, you know, after the wave of, oh, The Division is great, kind of came in. So by the time I started, everyone was, like, super high level. I was the, like, level one noob running around, Mm. getting picked on by all the kind of gangs. So, like, I still really enjoyed it because I liked that idea. I liked the idea of not getting picked on, but, like... this (laughs) is i like being bullied by (laughs) strange (laughs) people by like this idea of you you can go around in gangs there is this like you know like world not world war z daisy you know that kind of idea mm, of this sort of yeah so it was good i just you you had to go with the curve
1: to me it's one of those games that reveals itself to be a good idea rather than a good Mm -hmm. reality like it was it's It's cool to see the destiny thing transplanted into a Tom Clancy game because Tom Clancy game has a very specific set of
0: things that work really well. And I love the Tom Clancy universe that does that kind of stuff. I love Rainbow Six. Really uh, excited by uh, Ghost Recon coming out. So, but it's strange,
1: like yeah. But once you start, once you pump, you know, what what I did probably twenty hours all told, I guess. And I kind of by the end of it, I was like, okay, cool. that's that's all I needed out of it and there was nothing more to it there was no I think
0: that's part of the problem is that like obviously the appeal to Destiny I get from people in my Twitter feed is that some of the loot you get is kind of crazy and far out there that's exactly and really unique yeah whereas with the division it's like oh it's the same machine gun you had before but it's stats are slightly better yeah. but it looks the same it's, it's weird like. how much of a difference that <sighs> can make like yeah. it's very
1: strange the fact that it's so easy to be drawn in by just the aesthetic of yeah. something like ultimately destiny yeah. is doing exactly the same so, thing
0: like, you know a weapon that's called was it like gallahorn or something gallahorn like, is like, one of them yeah oh, i want to get that
1: i what? don't know what it does but i want to get I that. Did, I I wanna,
0: just,
2: I it i it's spent shiny.
1: ages doing a quest for a shotgun called um, oh god i can't remember the name it's got a cool name and oh, basically I wish it was called that yeah oh god God. But the only reason I wanted it is because it has this brilliant bit of flavor text, which is like, which is something like. Um my mother used this shotgun to get us out on the day the city fell and right. I was like that sounds oh, cool as yeah. hell I want yeah, to use that really cool. gun
0: there is personality like in each of the, the yeah. things that you're finding yeah. but like when you go and do a like uh, a hard mission and then you get a set of knee pads at the end of your like, yeah
2: it's so and like, when it's a lower uh, level than what you've already got you're like,
0: Mad of all things
1: knee pads like how many bullets are knee pads stopping <laughs> like, walking around with big like metal knee caps it's so weird
2: hey I know how my character rides that sparrow she bashes into everything. These knee pads are very important. Well no, because you get, get the the big handlebars. cool
1: armor legs in Destiny. Yeah. In the division, it's just a couple of pads. Like they're not skateboarding.
0: Mm. Oh man, I imagine if you could get skateboards.
2: That would be really cool. <laughs> I'd get that back into the great. division if they introduced skateboards. Something
0: like that because if you look at the way that we play Overwatch and we'll talk about Overwatch shortly yes um, we will 45 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Um, like we all go around in a team and like we've played a lot together and we did a bit of that in the Division but it never really kind of gelled in much the same way Mm. which
2: is because in Destiny like I only really play it with other people yeah I agree like the Division it it just doesn't feel quite as multiplayer and when you know when Destiny first came out I only played it single player and it was such a different game. Like it was, it's really dull. I think those. Yeah. I think these kind of games are the sort of ones where you do have to have a pack almost, as it were, and, mm. and kind of like yeah. travel around. I also found that the, because I was so used to Destiny, when you went into the division, going to third-person mode of like running around in terms of the shooting, right. I found really jarring. I don't know whether really? it was because I was I mind so used to. Well,
1: I suppose like on a fundamental level. Destiny and the Division, like they oh, are the easily they, well, no, they're easily comparable, but they're completely different to play. Mm. Like they are different shooting mm. games. Like you could, I, I think it's it, it's easy to go uh, Destiny, you know, set set the mold here, and to a certain extent, I'm sure the Division was not that game. Oh, absolutely, until yeah. quite late in development. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, the like <laughs> comparing how they actually perform is is. Like, that doesn't really work. Because yeah. Destiny is not a cover shooter. Destiny is a shooter no. where you're meant to be running up yeah, to things going, and punching them in the face constantly. Yeah. Titan fist.
0: Yeah. Like, I wonder how many active... I've, I've no idea. But I wonder how many active users both games have. Because um, mm. it still seems like far more people are talking about Destiny. Yeah.
1: And I, uh, yeah. the group I played most uh, most of my Destiny time with are still playing. Right. Like, they're all... On it, getting ready for Rise of Iron to yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas the division, I don't. Is Dale still playing it? No, no. Then I know no one who's still I playing the that game. One
0: person on my Twitter feed that's playing it. Yeah, but then
1: that seems crazy to me.
0: I don't really mm. know anybody that was going to vote leave. Mm. Mm. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you, Jay? What was one of your highlights?
1: I'll tell you what. It's not on your list, but it's something God I really you. enjoyed. Um, Surprising, well, not surprisingly so. I expected to enjoy it. Most people didn't. Quantum Break? Did oh. either of you play Quantum Break?
2: I really um, wanted to, but I don't have an Xbox.
1: Right. Well, it's on PC as well, Windows 10 PCs. Oh. Yeah. Um, it didn't re- really work very well, so I wouldn't no, buy it. exactly. Um, I just I, think. I played that, at Gamescom yeah. last year.
0: And it didn't do much.
1: No, so I really like Remedy in general. Are just a studio who make games that I enjoy. That mix, mm-hmm. their, their constant focus on like here's a weird story and here's some very good gunplay that yeah. works for me. And Max Payne is one of my most fondly remembered games. Right, like, I played that. I've played that four or five times through. I think it's amazing. Wow. And Quantum Break feels like it's. It is a worse story. Like. No doubt they are not good at science fiction. Okay. Um, but what it is, firstly, it's a technical masterclass. Like, this is quite a small studio who have made the greatest facial technology I've seen in games. Like, it, it looks they? amazing. What's better
0: than Uncharted? Because Uncharted looks pretty goddamn amazing. Uncharted,
1: so in the moment, I think Quantum Break is better. Like, if you're looking at faces moving just in normal right. gameplay, right. it looks incredible. I would say Uncharted is better in it, its cutscenes and stuff look yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, Okay. That's a good point. Um, yes. But, <laughs> but, it, but it feels like what they've done is gone. So Alan Wake had its own thing, which kind of got a bit repetitive. And it feels yeah. like they went back to basics and went, okay, what worked about Max Payne? And it was like messing with the fabric of the world as you shot things. So it's not just my gun shoots that thing, it's going, I can affect how that person's going to move and then use the, then kill them in my fun ways. So, yeah, like, yeah. Max Payne had his slowing down time. He could take out a whole room. With um, Jack Joyce, Iceman from X-Men, he can, like, stop that guy, rush to that guy, punch him, go over there at high speed, like, make that barrel explode four seconds later, and it feels like a tactics game when, yeah, yeah. when you've gotten good at it. Yeah. I just think it's, like, it's one of the best all-out... Shoot some stuff games that's come out in years, and like I think it's been forgotten quite quickly. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, I think it's just a really good mm. thing. I like that it exists. Yeah, I so,
2: think yeah. some. I, I'm wondering why it got forgotten. Is it one of those things where it was so off the wall that some people perhaps didn't know what to make of it?
1: Well, anyways? I think there's partly that. I think it's also firstly being an Xbox One exclusive hurts Very every true. game that that happens to. Um, didn't un- hurt Uncharted though, being PS4 exclusive. Though. Well, that's a, diff- that's, that's a different console. console. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think it's also, it's a one and done game. You're going to finish it and you'll never go back to it. Mm. Like even, they oh. did their whole branching storyline and TV program thing, but no one cares. And yeah. it wasn't good enough to warrant that.
2: That's interesting because I heard someone saying that they did go back and, and replay it and they found the replay. Well, that person's a
1: maniac. <laughs> um,
2: a maverick. For
1: me, not enough changes about that okay. experience to warrant going back through it. Like I played certain fights again because I really liked those Cut those action sequences, yeah. but as a storyline, it just it doesn't matter. Sort of telltale
2: esque in that it makes it yeah. feel like you have a certain sense of choice, but actually, the end goal is very well. The, they
1: they said from the start that it's got a single ending. Like so, you would you yeah. knew if you cared about the game up to release, you knew that you weren't going to go in and get a completely different experience to someone else necessarily. Yeah. But. The ending it went to was just not exciting enough. Mm. Um, It makes some very odd decisions. It seems like it's going in one direction. You're like, this is weird. I can't believe they're actually doing this. And then it just goes, oh, and by the way, here here you go. It's done. You know what? Right. That was a bit odd. Um, But yeah, I thought it was good. We don't need to spend much more time on it. I just liked it. (laughs)
2: Cool. Move
0: on just like the rest of the world did. Exactly.
1: Let's forget.
2: (laughs) Huh? Well, you, one game that I feel like we won't move on very quickly from is a certain game called Overwatch. You've gone there. I've oh gone my God, there. So I'm early. dropping the Overwatch bomb. What
1: I really like is that you've grouped this together with Battleborn on the list. Can I yes! just point out my favourite <laughs> My favorite thing about... Uh, Schadenfreude are all over this, but um, Battleborn, the other day I saw a <laughs> screenshot from Steam which said there was a game called something like rats go crazy some like indie game it's yeah. like 166 concurrent users right. and then battleborn had 64 con- oh, concurrent users oh you're like whoa how <laughs> much money has been flushed down the
0: toilet gosh. with this game goodness
1: uh so let's move on from that
0: i mean- well, let's talk about overwatch instead. <laughs> yeah yes yeah. because i think we're all in agreement like two weeks before that game came out or for the beta I don't think there was any interest whatsoever. No, I, w- I wanted to try the beta just to see
1: what it was like because right. I didn't understand the game as a concept. And I had a couple of friends who'd played the closed stuff yeah. and I was like, okay, this sounds interesting at least. Yeah. I thought it was a free to play game until like a month before yeah, it yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, I played the beater and went insane.
0: Yeah, it went um, mad, started yeah. foaming
2: at the mouth. It was just so good, screaming about ults. It is
0: every single lunchtime we play it. Yeah, yeah. I I'm Without literally fail. counting down the minutes until
2: <laughs> lunch finishes.
0: And when we near two o'clock, it's with a heavy heart. Do you feel that I'm
2: sad. Like,
0: That's the last game for this lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. Um, I don't remember the last
1: time I played a multiplayer game where losing made me want to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the last time that happened was Titanfall. Titanfall has a really good way of dealing with you losing that makes it fun. But this is just like I want to get better every and single the, time. And the thing is,
0: like, even when you do lose, you, you can see why you've lost. Yeah, so like, it's transparent about what the, the problems tactics. with your yeah. teams were. So yesterday yeah, yeah, yeah. we
2: were playing in the office and we had two really, really bad games mm. where we got yeah, but I know pounded. why we lost. But those. we knew exactly why, even as it was, it was Gaff. going. Gav, right. <laughs> no, but yeah, His we, mercy
0: was nowhere near healing me. It's like, can you heal me? I'm up here. It's like, well, that's nowhere near where I am. You'll know
2: it. Just yeah, you need to be hitting that L1 button, flying straight over
0: i'm a good mercy anyway you so are
2: I, you are an excellent mercy actually i remember we were once taking a point and you were just like pew, 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 pew. So i
0: hate games where i'm not the active shoot in your face player yes and the fact that i will quite happily play as mercy in this just but that's it's testament to that's one of, yeah. of the things why it's doing stuff yeah, differently i
2: adore about overwatch that it's made supports it's it's like com- added a whole new element to these kind of team-based mm. first person shooters where yeah. Actually, support is vital and it's fun.
1: I almost wish they didn't do those groupings. Like, I see why they do. But there's things like, I didn't play Zenyatta for ages. Mm. And now he's one of my favourite characters. Like, I think, barring maybe May, I've played him the most. Um, And because he was a support, and that's not how I usually play team-based games, Mm. I never tried him out. And I tried him once and realised he's incredibly offensive. He's got, like, this really interesting, (laughs) like, he can heal people and... Uh, debuff enemies yeah. at the same time. I thought you were
2: like, going to say he's so offensive. He insults everyone know, on the battlefield.
1: Buddhist robot, <laughs> and like it's just he's brilliant. And he yeah. doesn't he doesn't feel in that category of supports. All four of those characters are so different. Are. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. you get this sense of this is all going to be old news to people who play mobas. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I don't. I've never enjoyed that genre. But yeah. it, there's something brilliant about just diving into a character and going, Okay, what mm. can I do with this person? Mm. And working out the tricks and yeah, yeah, yeah. how I, I think and that's their the rhythm. Point.
0: Even players that I've like F is my most used player, mm. but oh, I'm still figuring out ...different ways of, like, using her... ...and, yeah. like, you know, different positions... ...and and that's... ...I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. Yeah. And there are probably about half a dozen characters... ...that I've not even touched. Yes, and definitely. And one, one of the best
1: things is going on the Overwatch Reddit... ...and looking for the play of the games from players... ...who are really, really good with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't realise that D.Va's, uh, like, flying move...
2: Nuclear bomb.
1: Oh, well, no, the thing where she... Just her flying. Oh, yeah. She can... If she hits a, another character... She like bounces them off. Mm. And so there's the play of the game where she's just going around a team and knocking them off a cliff. Off map right. Yeah. That's and it's like epic. it's amazing. And yeah. you're just like, Oh shit. There's they these tiny details in every single ability, where you're like, yeah. I could use it like that, and suddenly it just opens your mind to how you play yeah, with yeah. that character again. Yeah. Does it? It's make, amazing.
2: Does it? Now that we're really familiar with Overwatch, does it make you feel slightly ashamed at the character designs that we have presented? for no. All those many. Moves no, I ago. still I stand
1: behind Henri Horn, who I created, <laughs> the man in a wheelchair <laughs> no, with a tuba. I'm not sure I would pick Thunderclap.
2: <laughs> a big cloud with a face with the angry lightning bolt.
1: Did we actually talk about this on the podcast? Does this make sense to anyone? I don't
2: know. I I'm not sure. I, I can't, can't remember whether we did. We
1: all drew our own Overwatch characters, yes. and then I took them to Michael Chu, the senior gameplay designer, and he <laughs> shat all over them.
2: <laughs> it was so good. Uh, there's a brilliant article on IGN where you can read all of his feedback. Yeah, it
1: was fun. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. But that's another thing. Like Overwatch's character design is so... It's not not just the way those abilities work, but those characters. I do actually want to know more about them. I'm deep enough that I'm interested in the lore, which I don't give a shit about in any game. But I like knowing little bits about this stupid cartoon world. And I am so excited for new characters. Like, the idea of someone being added and shaking up how that game plays is absolutely Absolutely. amazing to me. Because
0: that's the thing. Like, I've played a lot of Rainbow Six, and you get new operators in that. And I've... I literally play them for about three or four rounds and then I go back to my favourites from the old ones whereas Mm. I feel like I'd actually invest time into the new ones and Yeah, learning the new ones. But do you think, have they announced how, is it they're just going to drop one at a time or is it going to be one current class or...? So
1: their current plan is to drop one at a time which... Has its benefits and problems. Like for one, they get to see how a new character reacts, and then immediately make tweaks if that character is is mm. no good. But on the other hand, it means that you're going to get games where literally every, for a few days, everyone is going to be playing that character alone. Because they want yeah. to. Um, the reason they're doing that is because they during the beta they dropped Diva Genji and someone else at the same time, and the effect of that on the game they couldn't keep up with making right. tweaks to those characters because right. too much was happening and they couldn't keep yeah. track of the data. Right, right, right. So it's probably the lesser of two evils. Um, but then Maps, they haven't said how they're going to drop them. I know for, yeah. for a fact they're playtesting one, at least at this moment. So Because you know he said it on the forums. Oh. <laughs> it, <they> have, <laughs> this is one of the most boring things I'll ever say, but they have the most amazing community support on their forums. <laughs> like the director, the gameplay designer, and another guy, and their community manager are in there like, posting, like, 10, 15 times a day each. Wow. Just responding to things, getting involved in just talking about stuff that people are excited about, or saying, like, I'm really sorry you had a bad experience. We're working on that. Like, I've written, like, six or seven news stories just based on the fact that they are this good at yeah, communicating yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Most other people... I don't want to single anyone out. Lots of companies will send out a press release. like, Like, even days after... The community has realized that a change has happened, telling yeah. them what the changes were. And yeah. in Overwatch, we get to know everything. Like the uh, nerf to McCree, we yeah. knew two weeks in advance. Yeah. Everyone knew, knew it was going to happen, and everyone was ready for it to happen. Yeah. And so, no problems, no kickoffs. When's whereas uh,
0: Torbjorn nerf. I think hmm.
1: it's happened. Has it? I'm well, not we actually. Were playing, oh I yeah, no, we got wrecked th- by Torbjorns.
0: Were there three or four of them in there?
1: Yeah. 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 See, that's, yeah. it's an incredible. Actually, it was an update yesterday, wasn't there? Uh, Maybe but it was. was competitive play, right?
2: No, we weren't mm-hmm. playing competitive.
1: No, because oh, it that. went up over the weekend.
2: Oh right, yeah. oh, but I
0: thought that was the update.
1: I no, know, maybe. Anyway, yeah. Basically, there's a Torbjorn
0: nerf, and that's going to be good, okay.
2: which is going to upset Rory so much because yeah. every time we play, he always gets Player of the Game, I, and it's literally just him I running do around like the map. Playing mo-.
0: his Torbjorn, yeah, he's great, and he's
1: incredibly he's frustrating. He'll still to be good. Against. Like yeah. the, the point, is, like my my feeling about that nerf is that it's actually too big on console. Like the idea is that console players can't point at things as easily, which is true. That's just how controllers work. But it's
0: not quite that bad.
1: No but and also i think the majority of losses to Torbjorn people is just because people don't know how to deal with turrets yeah, exactly, like yeah, they are yeah. so easy to kill yeah yeah. Like, yeah yeah like yesterday we were fighting against three torbions and we absolutely destroyed yeah. them because yeah. everyone Sweet. every time they set up one everyone's like we'll just kill that yeah. Yeah, obviously and for instance,
2: you just send in a tank the tank distracts the turret and then you can send in someone else yeah. to like fire that's down my favorite the... new
1: thing is when yeah. there's three turrets and you just got a reinhardt standing there yeah. going well keep shooting me Yeah. yeah. someone's yeah. going to deal with it yeah someone else me. deals yeah, with yeah it's great yeah
0: all right. uh, okay, Overwatch. Overwatch. We've gotten too deep. That's deep breath. Right. Well, that's, Shake it off. That's gone. Um, oh, I love it. I'm going to talk about some stuff that I haven't played, but I know that some of you have, and I wish I had. Okay. Four of them, or three of them. Firewatch, Inside... And the witness, three of them. Oh mm. all really good games. And I haven't played a single one of them. Firewatch
1: is absolutely lovely. Like yeah. I think that have you have you played through it?
2: I've played a level of it, so you're gonna be more of an expert. You've got to in me. Do it. But it was a beautiful level. It was around a friend's house.
1: It's, it's gorgeous. It's, firstly, yeah, it's gorgeous. Secondly, um I know a lot of obviously we're not gonna get into spoilers and stuff because yeah. you haven't even played it, but yeah. um, it does something that I really like that I'm seeing more and more with games, which is to take you down a story that you feel is going one way and then does something else to you. And yeah. lots of people came out of it going, oh, I was a little bit disappointed that it didn't go where I thought it would. Right. And I get that, but it's also the point, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the entire idea of the game is to make you feel like something and then to pull the rug out from under your feet and just mm, go, yeah. and here's the reality. And that's perfect. It's the it's uh, you know that's how filmmaking works. I don't yeah. know why we're not aiming for this stuff. Yeah. Like,
0: I want to be surprised.
1: Yeah, and I, like I'm really glad that all this walking simulator stuff is getting more and more time. Like Firewatch wouldn't have been made five years ago, and now that games like like Dear Esther, which I think is a, not a good game and I did not enjoy, yeah, I'm glad that was made so that people went okay. There's a latent interest mm. in this. How do we improve? <laughs> yeah, how do yeah, we? Yeah, and we're definitely. getting to this stage where we're actually getting. Things that look like high budget walking games yes. with cool stories, things you've never seen there before. Was a run
0: button. Pardon? There was a run button.
1: There was a run button. <laughs> the uh, fact we
0: wrote a story on a run button is <laughs> like. Oh no! Wait, that was everybody's gone to the <laughs> yeah. Rapture, everybody's wasn't gone it? to the rapture. That was okay. the run right. button. But yeah. same thing. Like correct. they're both big budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
2: beautiful games. Yes. Although I think everybody's gone to the rapture. They need to turn to a virtual reality game.
1: Well, because just it, looking around an
0: English village is nice. Well, it, I do that it, it's sometimes in real life. I was going to say, can't you do that in real life? Yeah. <laughs> we are fairly fortunate in that position. That's true. We just take
2: a train at the centre of London. But I would definitely play it in VR, I think. I know we're going slightly off topic here, but with everybody's gone to the Rapture, the issue was that you had the controller and then the screen and there was a separation. Whereas the whole game was about poking about an English town, looking for clues, kind of the, and if you were physically in that town, I think it would have made you feel so much more hashtag immersed.
1: (laughs) One of my favorite things, um, about firewatch. Unfortunately I played on PS4, but the PC version, you could do that thing where you find a camera quite shortly into the game and like a little Polaroid camera, uh, Or like a disposable camera, Mm. and you can just take screenshots as you go around. Um, So in the PS4 version, I think it just displays those during the credits. On the PC version, you could get those developed as real photos right. and sent to you,
2: oh, that's which is
1: like cool. the idea of taking like a weird game holiday and then yeah. getting a real souvenir out of it. I think is such a <laughs> is brilliant cool. little awesome. idea. That's
2: a bit like the um, remember in the Last of Us DLC, we could go into the photo booth with like Ellie yeah, and yeah. her best friend, but that was just your Facebook wall. But if I'd have actually gotten like the post a little photo booth thing, that would have been awesome. I think that's brilliant.
1: Yeah, I just think I th- I think things like Firewatcher are super exciting and just. Having that difference of view to the rest of... Like, AAA games are never going to go away. Yeah. This, I think this is what people get worried about, is that, like, oh, our greatest developers are going to make things that I'm bored of. It's like, you're still going to get all the games you want. It's just yeah, yeah. people are now have the opportunity to make to amazing, different stuff yeah. for people who want that. Yeah. yeah, I really like it. In the same way that The Witness... Uh, I was about to
2: say, yeah.
1: ...is the most insane puzzle game I've ever seen. It's, <laughs> it's great, just, I don't know if i got the patience it. was too it, much right? for me. Um, yeah. But I know people who went so deep with it, and The Witness is so deep. Yeah. Like, mm. it's not one of those games where people are looking for shadows that don't exist. It, it is built as this crazy layered experience Undoors where box. you can look at something and suddenly realise after 40 hours yeah. that there is an entire strata of puzzles you've never seen before. Mm. Right. Um, again, I can't spoil what they are because no, that is the yeah, entire... Yeah, yeah. F- Fabric of the game, but yeah. just walking around again, and it's the same thing as Firewatch. Walking around that place yeah. is yeah. half the experience. Just. I spent five hours I think just taking pictures of stuff like yeah. the, the share button like, God, you just
2: need to get out <laughs> like <that>? it's brilliant
1: <laughs> when I can't go to real life English villages that's, that's I go to mean. creepy puzzle islands okay. the yeah. puzzles
2: were insane difficult though like I, I, I never got anywhere near completing it and I was talking no. to Dale about it because Dale got really far and I was like of course he tell did. me your secrets in part oh wise one and he was like well Google. you know you know, no, you know, there's the timed puzzles where like the puzzle like almost like changes every time in the setup but you've got like a, comp- like, a that amount of time to complete it.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: And um he would basically take a screenshot of the puzzle on his phone and then put pause his, the game and pa- but like even pausing quite well you have to put it into rest mode oh my and so god so he'd like really? put then he'd put it into rest mode so it was completely like completely paused and then get a sheet of paper and then write everything out and even that is
0: then too much like Hollywood. i was well,
2: it I, was insane i
1: bought an app for my iPads so that i could take pictures and then draw on the screenshots to like find solutions ah. and stuff and then i realized that i was wasting my life and I, actually <laughs> exactly. the game was like i mean me did you not worse. realize
2: that with the show of the screenshots.
1: A little bit. Well, no, the screenshots were just nice. That was like, I was glad not to be interacting with the puzzles at that point because it was yeah. too stressful. Um, I'm shit at puzzles, but like, yeah, it, it, again, that is a cool thing. And that guy got, and actually, weirdly, this fits with the inside, like Jonathan Blow and Playdead both yeah. got six years to make what is ostensibly an indie game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the results of them Completely bear out the fact of saying, yeah. like, just give these guys time and money. They can yeah. make what seems like a small experience something you've never yeah. seen before. Yeah, yeah. And
2: also, I mean, like, we should probably talk about the multi-platform element of it because it's launched on mobile as well. I think it's what's it's that? A, the Witness. The Witness, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has. I know that we definitely. So my, I used to work at a YouTube channel yeah. that was specialised in mobile games, and I know we definitely talked about it in our 2016 I had preview. No idea. It like that. one of the things we were most excited about. That's coming. a really good idea. It was definitely in the preview. I don't know whether it, maybe it, perhaps it's not launched yet, but I know it's definitely coming to mobile. I would more likely
0: play it on my iPad. Yeah. Than- I can see that being in front of the screen for however long. Yeah. Also, I- anyone who can take the
1: basic format of Mist, which is the most boring game ever made, and turn it into something I actually enjoy, is well done. There. Yeah. Mm. That's unbelievable.
0: And what about Inside?
1: Oh, Inside's um, maybe the game of the year. Really? Like, Genuine. I've played it twice it's now. Overwatch. Well, it's a completely different thing. Of course it is. A-
0: but if you had to pick one or the other. Mm.
1: Give me a couple more months on Overwatch to decide. <laughs> oh, I it could go either way.
0: Well, so, Inside is what two hours long, or? Uh,
1: it's four, four hours. Okay, um, I've played it through twice. Yeah, that I've never seen anything like that game. Okay, yeah, uh, there's because it starts off. This is a running theme now, but it starts off going, "Hey, you're playing Limbo again. Enjoy this," and you're like, "Okay, cool," and then just goes places that that game couldn't even dream of. Right, um, yeah, it's incredible. I, we talked about it. I think we've talked about it the last two yeah, weeks, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's mm. unbelievable. And the most deserving 10 out of 10 from IGN. Like, yeah. I'm so glad we gave it that score. Yeah. Um, mm. and yeah, six years, six years. And I worked at official Xbox magazine. I've been trying to talk to play dead for so long. Yeah. And in retrospect at the time I was like, Oh, fuck you guys. You will not talk to anyone. Yeah. Like they just would not speak to us. Yeah. In retrospect i'm like i'm so glad you told me nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. about this like the idea that i went in blind and did not know what was well, going that's to happen it, i don't know
0: anything about it so i need yeah.
1: to I need so to it's go. out on pc next week maybe this week oh, well, wow. i've got a
0: uh, maybe it'll work on my work on but i've got a xbox at home so, oh yeah okay um it's so worthwhile do you
2: have a work xbox here in the office at your desk
0: no, I've got oh. one at home and there is, oh. there are Xboxes around somewhere. We just scatter them about like bricks. Scare, yeah. I build a little it house out of a little <laughs> Xbox glue. It, it feels fairly decadent to have both stacked up on everyone's desks, yes. which is why we've just got PS4s hooked I'm up. I'm
2: happy with the PS4s. I've got my special shiny Uncharted PS4. Are we, show,
0: are we showing off to the listeners now? We
2: are indeed, we are indeed.
1: But yeah, my God. Play I didn't inside. To take that for myself. I thought that was very generous.
2: I was me. very generous, especially since at the time. That's just because you want a Neo
1: when it comes. We're only going to get one, and it'll be yours.
0: So you'll get all the shiny textures. I'm not that person. What? I'm not. I've worked with many people, many bosses, who something comes in, and it's like, well, we really need so that for I'm not. Us. I'm not going on guesses. You literally said that to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise back you. you I'm
0: Chances are I'll get one for home in addition to the work one. Oh, of course. Uh, but the work one will be shared by you. Guys. <laughs> that's in. very magnanimous of you. But it's, it's ridiculous if I took it. But I have worked with people where it's like, yeah, I know. Uh, around the launch of Xbox 360, before you know they were massively yeah. out of stock at the, in the early days, mm. um, I was in charge of doing the games coverage for um, the Mail on Sunday. Oh, nice. And we got one in and the editor took it. For because he wanted to give it to his son for Christmas. Oh my God! The news, uh, the the Daily Mail. They said we need another two in, and like my boss at the time, because he was a section editor, and I was working underneath him. He had to phone up Microsoft PR, and he made them cry because he was like, "If you don't get me these, the Daily Mail will destroy you." What? So we couldn't actually write review any games because they That's went off. Awful. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I sat outside the editor of the the supplements office and my job was to get cool stuff in for roundups everything he was eyeballing I was like, does that need to go back He you bring that in here and i was I,
2: that's so cool. i did
0: 11 months of it and i was like i can't do this i can imagine yeah. Cannot do
2: no it. wonder that's mental
0: because i didn't get to keep any of this so.
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> that's it i'm out of here uh
0: what else on this list or something
2: separate uh i'd quite like to talk about mitomo because I know it's a mobile game, but it was it was such a big game to come out because it was, you know, Nintendo's move into mobile. Everyone had been super excited, thinking, you know, what are they going to do? Handheld wise, are we going to get like a Mario game? That would be amazing. And it's like, no, we're going to do going to do
1: We're going to do like a version of Tomodachi Life.
2: Yes, exactly, and, nah. I, and everyone kind of went ah uh, when it first got announced. I, I had a
0: day of being absolutely obsessed with it. But that's Mitomo. the thing
2: when it so when it launched, no that's it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, that seemed was to be it when it came out. Everybody on my timeline was like,
2: "Hey, look at this!" Yeah, sharing all these weird screenshots and things. But I think I think the thing that killed me, Tomo, was. The people that used it it was like it was Absolutely. like that you know that Twitter experiment when they did the a i bot that was built off other people and then it became like this crazy machine that yeah. No, in the same way the users here ruined it because right. if the the people who used it and did it well are ones who kind of almost took the piss slightly, mm, right. so when you were asked oh what's your favorite thing about cats, they'd answer. You can see how big a room is by swinging them, rather than oh, they're really cute and fluffy. Like you'd rather know the previous answer than the later one. And people would just answer so seriously, and then they and someone would answer ten questions at a time. Then you'd go in, and all you'd have are these really dull answers, and it made the game itself dull. Well, it was certainly. just
1: fundamentally in a design way, it doesn't work because what it was, how how it works best is when you have got a load of friends who are people you like so whether you want if you want serious answers if you, you want to know about your friends you'd have that group whereas mm-hmm. you know someone else would have the people who made disgusting pictures using the photo booth feature or something like <laughs> you and gav Yes. <laughs> uh, i did one of sticking a friend up my me's ass it was brilliant <laughs> um and like so you'd have that group of friends that you wanted to see from yeah. but then the game rewards you for adding strangers So you go, okay, I want to get up to the next rank of friendship or whatever it's called so I'm a friendship master. So I'd add a load of people and then it would just dilute my whole timeline because it was full of boring people I don't know. Like Because you didn't even have to use your real name. So there were all these people. There was like, you know, just Egg Boy. Who
2: the fuck is Egg
1: Boy? I don't know who this guy is. And he's Answering boring things about volcanoes. I don't know. I
2: had one guy. (laughs) That's
1: that's rubbish. Yeah, it was rubbish.
2: There was one guy who he changed his me's voice because you know you could like Mm. go into the settings. So the voice sounded like this. It was terrifying, and all his answers would just be about cake. It didn't matter what the question was. Right. It and his answer would just be cake, and he would answer like twenty questions at a time so you just have this freaky me going like r, 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 with all this, but just, just saying cake, cake. yeah okay. just go that was terrifying sounds so, rubbish yeah. so we'll see what they come out with next well they've
1: got animal crossing and fire emblem which are both free to play animal crossing makes sense i get that because the last one felt like they were making fun of free to play games in their paid game but i don't see how fire Emblem's going to work mm. like that's a Full fledged strategy game. So, is it just going to be Clash of Clans or something that they're making? Mm, that would be not quite another sad. Another
2: Clash of Clans clone. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah. Strange, strange business. Uh, oh, I'm going to talk about. Or oh, let's do my indie game roundup. Go on then. Let's do it. Uh, yes. Stick bold. I really like Stickbold. You didn't like Stickball, did I came did you? to the
0: party late. You lot were better than me, and I've got no patience at yeah. uh, being frustrated at games. Fantasy Danish I dodgeball. I would literally throw my pad down in disgust and walk away <laughs> like a huffy child. Uh, it was so good. Which is what I did.
1: Stickball's <laughs> brilliant. Everyone should play that. Superhot, the mm. game where it erroneously tells you that time only moves when you do. That's not true. Time moves a little bit when you're not moving in that game. Really oh, annoys wow. me that they lied Here about it. Here it
2: is. That. Joe's attention to detail yeah. are coming out.
1: Um, but Superhot has one of the... I, like, I don't chase secrets in games I have no interest in completing achievements or anything but Super Art has some of the most interesting secret design of ga- like a game I've played recently where you're in these closed arenas and then it, you'll realise that like a set of steps just made out of incidental sort of, like there'll be a vent on the wall and a car and it turns out you can jump up to a roof you didn't know was there there'll right. be an extra little bit of level where you've got to work out a puzzle to get to this thing in this like dumb shooting game, it's really clever um, so I really like that and also shooting glass people until their heads explode is brilliant.
2: You have a lot of unsolved issues.
1: Yes. And what was the thing it's that came missing. out in January? <laughs> oh, Pony Island. Did either of you play Pony, pony Island? Island? I saw it. But yeah. I didn't play it. So what? it looks like, um, it starts off looking like an endless runner where you play as a pony that has to jump over fences. I
2: mean, that sounds glorious.
1: But it turns out to be... That you are playing a sort of demonically haunted arcade machine.
2: Oh, that's even and better. And like, there's this it sort of just goes,
0: like, goes weird. It just gets Corrupted weirder and weirder yeah.
1: until you like, yeah, the game starts corrupting itself, and whatever sort of demon is inside it is changing the game as you play it to try and stop you playing it. That's fascinating. I don't think it c- follows through on its ideas as far as it could have gone. And actually, the, there are two sort of core gameplay elements, which is the jump pony jumping over stuff, mm-hmm. or um, there's like this sort of hacking mini game. Neither of them are that fun, but the story itself is really compelling and I went through it. It took me like six hours and you just like blitz through it. And yeah, I just thought it was a really cool idea. Yeah. And it was one of those games that just came out of nowhere and everyone's suddenly going, Pony Island. Yeah, it's mm. amazing. Um, oh, and Duskers, which is uh, a roguelike game where you only play as like drones going through derelict spaceships trying right. to scrap them, but the drones can't, you can't see the world. So mm. the drones have like this very narrow, but like it's like playing a game just through the Metal Gear Solid Two mini map, where you've got cones right, of okay, vision, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've got a pro. So you've got to type commands. You've got to be like, drone one, go to room two. Yeah, and you have no direct, real direct control over them. So after you've sent them, the only way of doing it, getting them out of there is yeah. to send them back again. Right. So you're like typing sort of fake programming language to move these right. things around, mm. and it's fucking terrifying (laughs) because there's aliens that haunt these haunt them aliens that just walk around these rooms and will destroy your drones in various different ways and make crazy noises and it's just really clever and scary and weird and just yeah it's very good Um, I've played like four hours so far I think it came out quite recently yeah yeah. it's good stuff so there you go that's my indie game roundup that was amazing
0: 2016 I I was just gonna say like I think there have been a lot of games, good games, that have come out in 2016. I'm going to quickly gloss over some Mm because we haven't got time to talk about anything. Doom. Dooms Doom. brilliant, really, really good mm. reimagining of, of the uh, obviously original uh, 3D shooter. Mm-hmm. Hitman heard really good things about it. So apparently, it's really hitting its stride now. It's up to episode three, four is coming out in a couple. Four's of weeks. coming out yeah. soon. Yeah,
2: I think that's a really interesting way of releasing the game as well. of yeah. these episodes. I think Fuck.
1: it's fully justified. Yeah, the crit- everyone criticised the way that yeah. game works, but the fact that people are still playing Hitman months after release yeah. and yeah. rinsing it. Like yeah. I got a WhatsApp group of friends who play it, and they are obsessed with that game right Mm. like every time a mission comes out they go nuts and every time one of those elusive targets comes out where it's like you have 48 hours to kill this one person and we won't tell you how yeah um yeah they just go crazy i think it's brilliant
2: it's it's, it's such a smart idea because in the same way that you know when you're watching a tv series and you have to wait a week for the next episode and you're there going and so you get but if you were sometimes the netflix approach means that you feel quite beleaguered almost halfway Mm. through a series yeah that kind of by rationing it you get so into every level and the the joy of Hitman is going back and replaying it means that you can see all the details so much more than if they'd released it all at once it's kind of like it it makes so much sense
1: yeah Uh, I'd love to see other games take that on
2: Mm, I can't think what
1: but I would like it
2: (laughs) suddenly we'll have episodic games (laughs) Splinter Cell
1: Splinter Cell would be a great episodic game I know it's another stealth game but like the idea of being given a space and then going do what you can uh, in this area because the last game was not quite
0: as open as that
1: though is it well so the blacklist had m- sort okay. of moved into this like you've right. got a big box work your way through it yeah, yeah, and yeah. i think that was really cool like and actually the story is what put me off in that game i'd prefer it to be a more potted like yeah, yeah. here's the thing go here go here yeah it's good
2: mm. i just really like it as well that you can kill someone with a toilet that's fun mm-hmm.
0: very fun uh other good stuff lego star wars Supposed to be very very good. I've not played that. Best Lego game yet. in uh, since Lego in Marvel.
2: Didn't that come out? It was like last Monday or something. Very recently. Fairly recently. Yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. Um, stuff that I wanted to be good, but I didn't like Far Cry Primal. I mm. that's my biggest disappointment of the year because I love Far Cry. Like listeners to the podcast would have heard me. Blah, blah, blah about Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4, and blood. Like, I love them all to bits. Yes. And I played them like one of few games that I literally went and did everything I possibly could in those worlds mm-hmm. so I love yeah. being in there. But Primal. Ugh. It's just yeah.
1: so dull, and I think there's a core of a really cool idea there, mm. but they couldn't break away from their own format enough to make yeah. it good. Yeah. Like it, there were elements where it was like, "Oh, it's sort of a survival game," mm. and then it just goes, mm. "Nah." Just yeah. have like they didn't a,
2: commit enough to yeah. one aspect of it,
1: and there, there are these dream sequences, which I think are the best bits yeah. of the game. That make me just go. Well, why wasn't this it? Why didn't you make like Caveman Blood Dragon? Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Gods and like, there's a bit where you blow up the moon with a bow and arrow. It's incredible.
0: <laughs> I didn't get that. It was so good. Right. And yeah, wow,
2: so you actually quit like yeah, yeah, yeah. Far Cry. Yeah. Wow. It's like,
0: well, I didn't finish two. I finished every other Far Cry. I know everybody says two is really, really good. I oh, just it's amazing. Didn't, didn't click with me at all. I loved it. Malaria, um, which I'm, okay, malaria yeah, is a game mechanic. Powerful uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst
2: mm, Oh I'm so excited for this one Because I absolutely loved the original yeah. like loved. And actually I know people really like bashed the, the yeah. follow up Mirror's Edge Catalyst I still quite liked it Yeah so, you know, I, but
1: I, that's the problem Is it was another game where you went yeah, this is really cool and it would be great if they did this, but they didn't. Like, it's so strange that they made a game to fix all the problems of the original and the criticisms of it are exactly, exactly. the same yeah. as the original.
2: Well, I think the issue was kind of the, the open-worldness of it. Like, the part of the reason why the first one I thought was so good was because you had this kind of set run and mm. it was kind of trying to work your way through the world and the the best way of doing it in whereas in the second game there were so many different ways of doing it you could almost get quite lost and not right. necessarily know where you were going the it, problem it felt is, too open the
1: problem is I, I don't think that it was I think it's not open enough so that when you get lost the only way of getting around that is to go back yes. on yourself. Find the, yeah, the exactly. path. yeah. 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 Where yeah. Like, well actually I'm just going to go up here. Go up there. So there might yeah. be Whatever. three paths. Yeah. But then if you accidentally take a fourth one that just takes you down the wrong area. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like GTA where you can go okay, well I'm just going to, you know, go take up. Take a left. On yeah, that exactly. Corner I can just and, follow yeah. the GPS. This just
0: goes, "No." Nah, go yeah. back now. See, that's, that's the thing I loved about the original Crackdown, is that I leveled yes. up completely with the sort of super jump or whatever it was called. Yep. Mm. And that's how I got about the city. It was just like, well, I know I've got to go there. I'm just going to jump from building yeah. to building like mm. the Incredible Hulk. And and I hope that's very much the case in the new Crackdown. Mm. Oh, but yes. yeah, I don't know if that that really kind of yeah. happened with with Mirror's Edge.
2: But I think what Mirror's Edge Catalyst did really well is, you know, it built off a comic series that you know, had been released before. And, and, and the story and the kind of the lore around it, the city feels very real, the City of Glass. There's yeah. this real sense of, like, dystopian oppression. And I, I love the character development. Like, each of the characters feels like they have a place in the world. And- did you finish the story? Uh, I've not yet finished it. I'm about, like, 75% okay. through. So did, have you finished it? No, no, no. Okay.
1: Because I So I did, like, three hours from the start of the game for our preview that we did. And then I've played... I just haven't played past that again because mm. I played a bit more and was like, you know what, I just don't feel this. That is, uh, Which I know is we're really fortunate sad.
0: in our roles, but I did the opening two hours of uh, Killzone on when PS4 came out mm. about four times, and that They're just destroyed it. the game. So I can't play these opening bits anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when it actually
1: comes down to playing, but, uh, finishing it. But when I that preview. I mm. liked a huge amount of it. My preview was really glowing and yeah. I was sad to see that it that it came out the way it did because yeah. it basically the preview was kind of this is really cool if it keeps building on this but it doesn't. Um, mm. but the story was the thing that I was really worried yes. about. I thought oh, really? I thought it looked terrible. I hate I hated Faith's characterization. I thought like the those guys weren't much fun and i couldn't see the space for them to get better oh that's
2: interesting i know like really i love enjoyed that it. the
1: society and the world mm. they're building like the mm. little hints at like horrible stuff happening outside yes. the city i love all that yeah but the characters i wasn't interested in oh, but if no, they but... get better then i'd be interested
2: no maybe it's just because the longer you play the longer you invest yeah, in a yeah. certain yeah. character and perspective but you know i really adored faith from the first game so carrying over I, well, and that's seeing it her, i liked her like... a lot
1: more in the first first game than what I've experienced so far but then I'm not I haven't played that much. So well, she can be sl-
2: slightly petulant but that's something that I really like about her I like characters that are flawed and yeah. kind of yeah it mm. makes her feel more real and rounded you know she's just spent two years in juvie like she's going to come out and be like yeah I'm ready to run like in yeah, yeah. this kind of you know it makes sense mm. Cool, cool.
0: Uh, I'm going to finish talking about games with probably an opinion that I'm going to be hated for. Interesting Oh, and I didn't Particularly like Uncharted Four.
2: <gasps>
0: you haven't finished it though. What did you finish it? Dun, yes. Oh, you're incorrect then. <laughs> that was an absolute chore.
2: What? Oh no. I Do- totally
0: disagree. Don't
2: say this. Fair <laughs> enough, but like, oh. but,
0: like I, I know. Like, but he hasn't finished, I, so say, we can't talk about it. I won't tell you specific. So okay. let me just provide a bit more detail to it. Yeah, because yeah. I right. absolutely loved it up until about two thirds of the way through.
2: Okay
0: Uh, How far are you in So do you remember What chapter you are
2: I've literally not I'm about to start So Yeah I I
0: have
2: it Well let's say
0: Like The third act My god it goes on For a long time
1: There are There are are some Pacing issues in the third act But then I think The end makes up for it I love those last Couple of bits Well
0: I'd love to have That discussion Mm. Outside of this Because I didn't feel The payoff was As big Or as exciting As I wanted it
2: to be That's interesting Really Yes, I don't get that. <laughs> but I, I don't I, get it. I feel like that's a very Nathan Drake thing. Like in in all of the games, I feel like there has been a point where there's a pacing issue. So in Uncharted Three, when you're walking well, through Uncharted the desert, Uncharted Three
0: was really bad. Yeah, like the, the the ship. Uh, Scrapyard thingy bit, man, that went
2: on for ages. You just go for yeah, on and on and on and on, like like you know the, the desert bit where he's going through for forever and ever and ever. He's looking for water, and then you go into the town, and he's still really hot. But then suddenly <laughs> he's after still really after, hot. after two days of no water, he springs into action, starts throwing grenades, and like annihilating half yeah. the I'm population. Fine with that, I don't yeah. mind that
1: it's like dumb action, I, but like I totally get what you mean that. This, this stuff takes. But a you long have time. just
2: done like fifteen minutes, and yeah. the whole point of it, the whole reason they made that so long, was to you know, so you feel like you're living this kind of ordeal with him. But then he's just fine at the end anyway. So mm. it kind of it makes that whole plodding slow pace feel very pointless. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, in the, in the second game there were similar issues, and you know, in the first game, like it, it's just a, it's, it's just a feature, isn't it? Of yeah. Them?
0: Well, it, it's. Technically, it's one of the most impressive games I've ever Absolutely. seen. It's unbelievable. It's like, oh, my God. There, was, right.
1: there are. The, I think I already talked about this, but there's a bit where you see a backdrop and, yeah. like, it's just come out of a cutscene. It does a really nice thing with yeah, coming yeah. seamlessly out of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And I, ge- I genuinely just stood there for ages because I thought the cutscene was yeah. still going on. Like, uh-huh. I didn't know it was gameplay. <laughs> it just, just looks so good. Kind
0: of the amount that they've kind of mixed up with dialogue and just keeping, like, if you die and you replay... They try and keep it fresh each time. It's like they, the, the polish is like, holy!
1: Do you remember shit, when GTA V did that for the first time, where yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mission would have different dialogue yeah. the second time? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. What a great idea! Yeah. I can't believe everything doesn't do that now.
0: But I've finished it, and I'm like, I'm struggling to remember anything that I particularly really enjoyed about the game, apart from what? the E3 demo that they showed, uh, well, not this mm. year but last year. That. For me, was the highlight of which the section game. was that the, the bit with the escaping from the armored car? Oh and yeah, then yeah, the yeah, Extended bit when he's on the back going through the mud. That That's fantastic! Like, that was amazing. Yeah. Mm. Nothing else lived up to that. I don't mm. think
2: so. Story story wise, how does it stack up against the other three?
0: This is the first one I've played in its entirety, so I couldn't okay. say. Yeah, I really I mean, liked it. I, well, like, the thing is, I adored too because yes. oh, at oh, the time, the that was doing stuff that I'd never seen yeah. before. This is. It's, doing the same, but slightly prettier. And, yeah. and you know, honestly, there were moments in that game that you were like, oh, fucking hell, that looks incredible. Yeah. Um, but I liked, I thought the story was going to go in a slightly different direction. I, I felt like it copped out a couple of times.
2: Wouldn't but again, be, oh, I can't oh, really talk, to talk about, about
0: specifics. So. No, no. Do you um, think the epilogue?
1: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What Do you feel good about that? Because I think it leaves the series in a really, really but, wait, interesting have you, have you and exciting place.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, I've, I've finished it. Yes, I've done everything.
2: Oh, right.
1: Cool. We can't talk about that. No, no, no. No, right. I'm not talking about it in sp- specifically. But I okay. think that leaves the series in a place where it, like, the next I,
0: thing I, that I it think could should...
1: do could be super exciting.
0: I don't think we should talk about it at all. No. All right. Because Alicia hasn't started playing it yet. and I'm being vague so as hell. So no, now I know. That could be like, a
2: continuation to the series. Interesting. Well, well, no,
0: but that's. But that's why I'm not talking about
2: it.
0: Mm. But that's the point. You don't know how. Beard Scratch. Why? Beard Scratch. Bit it's so cool. But we will talk about it. It's great. Uh, in, ter- uh, in terms of other disappointments, let's uh, look at movies. <laughs> it's not a disappointment. <laughs> it's just, I appreciate that I'm in the minority. Mm. And, uh, and I, the other reason why I think it was like that if you're going to sit down and play it, try and play it. In a condensed sitting, as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah, well
2: that, yeah that's what I've done with all of the. I've right. literally blitzed. So when I got this brand new PlayStation, the yeah. Uncharted one for the office, I hadn't played any Uncharted's, and right. I thought that it would be disrespect to you, if I, <laughs> as a massive Uncharted fan, for me to have it on my desk with Nathan Drake staring at me every day and to not have played. So I literally, I got the Uncharted collection and I played all three. Yeah. You know when I had Tonsilitis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically in the space of two weeks. You know, I had Tonsilitis.
0: Right. That was a that was, that was it. <laughs> that was Right. That was all there is. Uh, but, um, You know, I, actually,
2: I'm still ill. I'm I haven't st- finished, it. I'm trying through yet. It. It's
0: like, oh my God, I thought I'd have finished. really it. paced now? badly.
2: Stuck on that, but I'm just still in that desert. This, tons, this tons of
1: lights real pacing issues. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it was it was, it was, was great, like playing them all back to back. And so now this is why I'm itching to get onto number four and, and yeah. see where it's going. But
0: I have no doubt that you'll have a good time with it. Um it's just you just be prepared to slog through a, a few sections. Hmm. Cool.
2: No that's fine I can deal with some slog.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, movies. But anyway, disappointing movies. movies. Well, well I've not seen I... this but I am a big Batman fan and the fact that I didn't go and see Batman vs Superman when I had mm. a free ticket.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah, okay, I've heard that's such damning. bad
0: things from crooper and Tilly and Gav that I was just like I'm going to do something nice with my evening instead. <laughs> yeah. I
1: I think this has been a weird year of like it feels like this is the turning point for superhero yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like not Very least true. I mean this is quite well, a Marshall's tr-
0: still ploughing on and yeah. you know Captain America's still the biggest movie uh, of the year in terms mm. of uh, earnings. It was quite a trite observation but I think this is the point where
1: like X-Men and Batman versus Superman Superman have proved like that real darkness and grittiness isn't necessarily what people want and Deadpool has proved that something completely different can work just as well. So I Um, only watched Deadpool this week and I really enjoyed it. I think Deadpool is absolutely fantastic.
2: Deadpool is good. (laughs) <laughs> right okay would you care to
0: elaborate? It was everything I wanted and more from a superhero it movie. It was I really Whereas I'm so bored of superhero movies. Yeah,
2: oh no, I'm 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 very bored of superhero movies. Normally so I normally prefer DC over Marvel because I yeah. like the grit and the dark mm-hmm. and the the kind of I like like the gritty strepsil needing voice of Batman, <laughs> and the and I really liked Deadpool for being so funny. I thought that yeah. the opening credit scene was utterly was genius. I think that's the best opening credits I've ever seen for a movie where it completely takes the piss out yeah. of all setup and production because that's the thing we knew we knew how difficult this movie was to produce. It took yeah. so long, you know, it really had to be fought for. I think my issue with it was kind of in the the second half. Yeah, first half amazing. Lots of character development, amazing kind of storyline, really taking the piss out of superhero movies. The second half, it just becomes your stereotypical kind of...
1: I agree, it loses steam. It it really
2: loses steam. The character development, suddenly the baddie, we're like, oh, really, like in the plot line, he just kind of... He's just a guy who presses a button and then rides a motorbike and then at the end... Gets like shot in the head. Like there's there's really like. Whereas at the beginning he seems really interesting. The girl like in the comics, the love interest is like she's an amazing superhero in her own right. We yes. saw right. right. none of that introduced in the like. So but but yeah, in the beginning she was set up as like really fascinating and cool, and you kind of rooted for their relationship. So yeah, I think if the second half had been stronger, it would sure. have been one of my favourite films of this year. As it was, it got like a solid like three point five. And
1: well, I see. Probably. I think. I think despite that ending being what it is from a... You know, you look at that ending and you go, he does this, he does this, he does this, they win the day, that's it. But you still have Ryan Reynolds telling hilarious jokes during that time. Like, it's not like they just turn off Deadpool at that point. I still found it much more fun. So um, I enjoyed and criticized Deadpool in exactly the same way as I did Ant-Man. I think both of Ant-Man. them are brilliant little small scale, yeah. slightly witty, you know, much, oh, sorry, not slightly witty, much wittier takes on Marvel properties um, that in the second half fall into themselves with like, okay, we need a big action sequence now, yeah. which I don't think they do. No. Um, Ant-Man, though, does, he does stop being funny when he starts fighting the bad guy mm. in the kind yeah, of big yeah, yeah. final cl- yeah. climactic thing. I don't think Deadpool does, and that's no, what elevated no. it for that's, me. That's very like, true. like, in
0: the final scene, when he gets, like, stabbed in the head. And yeah, it's just yeah like, and the unicorn. And all that kind of stuff is just brilliant. Was yeah. really it was really well was, was funny. really well done.
1: And I think it, like, bodes really well for what could come next. Like, yeah. not just Deadpool 2, which I am now completely excited yeah. for. Not least because, like, I was really into Deadpool as a teenager. I thought he was amazing. Mm. And then as I grew up, I was like, "Actually, oh, she's a bit embarrassing. Like, the the, hum- the comic humour got really stupid and, like, right. very... Even in a comic that completely references itself the whole time, got mm-hmm. really self-referential. Right. And then this felt very fresh. Like, yeah, firstly, yeah. Deadpool is not a, as disgusting a man in the comics, so seeing him as a sort of R-rated guy yeah. is really interesting. Um, I think it just brings it up a notch. And But I think, like, who knows what they're they could do with all these movies now. Like, yeah. Black Panther's going to be one thing. That's going to be really interesting. But then, like, I don't even... Like, they've got Captain... Is it Captain Marvel? I can't remember what she's called. I think it's Captain Marvel, isn't it? Like, again, they've got that coming. Cooper is our Marvel yeah. superhero
2: kind of expert. But
1: they've got that coming next, and who knows what kind of tone that's going to have. But, that could be anything. Yeah. I
2: wonder whether, you know, lots of people have been calling for Deadpool to be introduced into other Marvel franchises. But, like... This film felt so separate, even though it was a part of that world, and we went to Xavier's school. And there was that really self. So I really like that bit. And so I love that bit. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that bit. And I loved the joke where he was like, um, Maybe, oh, the so can yeah. Maybe the studio can only yeah. afford. It's so funny. There's only two of you. Maybe the studio can only afford two. I thought that was hilarious.
0: And like, what? I don't know the name of the the female character, but all the teenage teenage. Yeah, sort of like the Sinead kind Connor of jokes. Yeah, like the, yeah. The sort of, uh, no, really, really funny. All that kind yeah. of stuff. But was will brilliant. that?
2: My my question is: Will that be lost if we inject Deadpool into, yeah. say, X Men with all the traditional characters that we know? And I th- I think to an
1: extent. But then the, the history of the comics is such that when Deadpool is injected into that stuff he's there as very odd comic relief. which And if you are going to an X-Men film that happens to have Deadpool in it, that's probably what you want. Like, I don't think you want to go into an X-Men film and go, it's the comedy movie, because it's still about, yeah. like, racism and Patrick Stewart
0: being sad. Yeah. And that's what you want. <laughs> like, um, which, unfortunately, they're not doing very well anymore. The thing I find amazing about it is that, you know, relatively, Deadpool is a tiny character in the Marvel mm. Universe. And yet... Uh, it's grossed almost as much as Batman versus Superman, which is DC's two biggest hitters biggest in a names. film together. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. How on earth are they going to get that back? What? With, oh, Batman, and um, uh, well, Superman, in Justice League, all that kind of stuff. I and think
1: the fact that doomed. they signed
0: up Zack Snyder for so much—it's like, why did you do that? He
1: keeps making weird. Like he did, three hundred well. And that's because three hundred was already dark Although and slightly I, racist. I, I
0: went back and watched that, and it's not a great film.
1: It doesn't hold up.
2: I, it won't have aged well.
1: No, no. yeah, I've never um, seen it since it came out. Like the same, with, I, I know it wasn't him, but it's the same with Sin City. Sin City does not yeah, yeah. hold yeah. up, yeah. and it seemed so stylistic and amazing yeah. at the time, but now it's just like. Pfft. Um, and, but then he made Watchmen, which was like I okay. re- no,
2: I really liked Watchmen,
1: but but it wasn't like it was okay.
2: I, re- no, I really like it. It was such
1: right. a yeah. faithful adaptation Like he, he just used the comic book shop, Barring shop, the end yeah, kind of. Like there was elements of it Where you're just like Well you've not this, You've not directed this <laughs> You're just a man who's gone Put that picture in a movie That's it <laughs> um, and, I but, think that's how it actually
0: happened But now that
1: he's been given stuff That's like He has to decide on Yeah Who knew it was going to be shit Like it's crazy Like I don't understand why he's being regarded
0: the way he is, apparently the extended cut is better, so I'm waiting for that to come out. Are you
1: really going to watch the
0: longer version of that film? Of course, I am. I'm oh not, not going to watch it, but you know, as a parent, cinema time is premium, yeah. and yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. want to waste it on a film that
2: very true. Yeah. I
0: can't be bothered with that's absolutely fair. Uh, the last film I did see at the cinema was Utopia or Zootropolis. I've not seen Zootopia. that. I still
2: really want to really see good. it. Still not seen it's it. Really I've, good. Yeah, I've, I've, heard it's heard, I've heard it's amazing.
0: Is that the same? So th- it's really good.
2: How, okay. It's not amazing. Okay.
1: Is that the same studio that did Big Hero, Big Hero 6? Uh, love
0: Big Hero I 6. I thought it was Bla,
2: great. La, 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 la.
0: <laughs> Do you know, I can't remember how they split up because, you know, they always say from the people that bought you Frozen, and actually it's just one person that's <laughs> the yeah. person yeah. that carried it uh, I can't remember mm. it.
2: How does it stack up against you know, re- I feel like recently animated movies have been really strong. You know, we've had, like, Inside Out. Yep. We've had, uh, okay, well, it's not so recent now, but Bloody Love Tangled, like, although... How how much does it stack up against those? Well, uh,
0: again, as a parent, I've watched my fair share of animated films, and it was, like, there was something that I could really enjoy because the humour was pitched uh, kind of up there for adults. But as a kid's film, it worked really, really well. Mm. And, you know, like... I guess it's the same as every other Disney movie. There's tragedy and people die and all that kind of stuff. But the, <gasps> like the main Mufasa two characters, the, the way they work together, it's just really, really fun. Hmm. And it's clever. Like, the world they've built That's why I keep amazing. hearing is that it's... And that, that's what interests me about its connection
1: with Big Hero 6 because San Francisco or whatever yeah, yeah, it was yeah, called yeah. was such a yeah. heady so
0: cool. thing. It was just brilliant to look at that place. Yeah.
2: I want to go on holiday to San Francisco. It's amazing. Like, but it's such I, a cool again,
0: Watch it, but, like, you know... Where you've got a city where elephants live alongside mice or whatever, and that city has to work in different ways for different sizes. Like it's it's so clever.
1: That's like game design. That that element of yeah, going, yeah, yeah. how could this place yeah. fit together, and yeah. how could we move
0: through? And it. And they do a really good job of portraying that. And also, you know, having uh, polar bears living alongside camels. Mm. How do you do that? And, yeah. and, and anyway watch it it's it's well worth it that's, that's cool it.
2: and very apt politically in the divisive landscape that we've got teaching kids young <laughs>
1: there we go teach them young
2: do teach them young unity
1: yes young unity <laughs> young that unity. sounds like to be cool afraid of
0: foxes to
2: be that's afraid of
1: that fo- sounds <laughs> like the next <laughs> superhero hit young unity um
2: speaking i mean speaking of um adaptations of yeah. classic kind of kids movies Ten Cloverfield you- Lane. <laughs> <Ten Cloverfield laughs> <laughs> Did either of you guys see the Jungle Book?
0: Uh, I again, I had a ticket, but I was on a holiday, so I didn't, ah, see
2: I didn't go see it. Also, no.
0: like my daughter gets very scared at films, ah, and yeah, that she like quite a like intense film.
2: Yeah, so Shere Khan is—he's scary. Yeah. Like he's there's there's this. Oh, I don't really want to. No, no spoilers, but there's this bit where he. Walks up to the the wolf pack yeah. and he's being very kind of like calm and he doesn't do anything. He just walks and he's yeah. just talking but the menace just oozes off of him and it's amazing voice yeah. acting by Idris Elba. And um, yeah, the, the cast they had of voice actors is just incredible and it looks beautiful. It's such yeah. a visually amazing movie. The, the bit with Scarlett Johansson as the snake is so wonderfully done. Um I think I, I
0: really want to see it.
2: It is it is really really good. I definitely recommend it.
1: It was something I was so uninterested in as well like until people started talking about it. Mm. Like I The Jungle Book was my favorite movie as like a 5 year old. Apparently I watched it on repeat the whole time. Um which might account for many of my problems. Um <laughs> I was obsessed with animals. Um but like, I just didn't care about this. And then, yeah, people started saying amazing stuff. Yeah. And I I don't know where it came from. Yeah, yeah. Considering they've got another Jungle Book movie next well, so year that, as well. That, that's that's fascinating. Fascinating. The
2: fact that they had to, yeah, like... Wasn't it meant to come out this year, but they yeah, had I to delay so. it? Because they were um, oh, we
1: can But their Shere Khan is Benedict Cumberbatch, which just seems like a better choice to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, he did an incredible job as Smaug. So yeah, to well, see him as the... Excited tiger. for that. The, on- the only thing with Jungle Book that um is the the boy who played Mowgli looked so much like you'll adore him if mm. you loved the original Disney movie because it's literally just like they put him in real life it's it's amazing but and he's doing a job that most adult actors would struggle with so yeah. much because the whole thing is basically green screen yeah and like he's not seeing any of this amazing world that we're seeing but like a 10 year old boy or however old he is incredible work but it it does mean his acting, there are points where you just really feel like he's just saying the lines and going right. through the motions and that can pull you out. He, Give he the becomes, kid a
0: break. I know. Oh, so that's
2: why I'm saying like,
0: Harsh critic. fair
2: play to him. But also he's just God. a kid. Just his, be better.
1: In his underwear in front of millions of people. Give it, just but, yeah.
2: let him off. With a mop on his head. With black, a mop, mop on his
0: head. <laughs> That's the kind of environment I would shine in, I think. You reckon? In your <laughs> yeah, underwear in front of millions. Exactly <laughs> else. <laughs> uh, anything else? Like 10 Cl- Cliford Lane. I loved the beginning of it. I didn't like the end of it. Yeah, it was basically the same. I thought, like... Apart from anything else...
1: Uh, I can't talk about the end. No. Have you seen it?
2: No, I've not seen the first one either. Let this, me put this it this
1: way. It's the wrong title. Yeah. It should not be called that... Yeah, it really bothers me that it's called that. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't really have to have seen the first one. Oh, okay. No, not at all. That is completely separate.
2: So they literally just put call it Ten Cloverfield Lane, so they had Cloverfield in the name. It was. I think it was originally called
1: The Cellar.
0: I think it was a different ah. film.
1: Yeah. Um, like, and it links. If you care about the original, like there are elements where you go, "Oh, that's clever," and maybe they're creating a universe or something. But
2: is it still found footage?
1: No, okay. no. Uh, it's a proper super tense, twisty thriller. Um and uh, like I think the core cast are brilliant. Yeah. Uh, like Mary Elizabeth Winstead is brilliant. And I, I can't understand why she's not in more stuff. I thought she's amazing in this and Scott Pilgrim, which are the only two things I can ever think of her being him. in. Um that other guy with the beard, don't yeah, I know his name. <laughs> uh, and John Goodman was like he's great. fantastic. Like a like, like, sinister and Well he's, it's, he it's such a weird performance from him. I've never seen John Goodman switch from Big John Goodman scary man from, uh, what's that
0: Coen Brothers film where he's the devil? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Barton Fink. Well, you know how bad I am at Keyword countdowns. So yeah. don't even get me on that. <laughs> uh, you know,
2: we should do a Keyword Countdown of me and Alex, because I think we are like... I'm just weird. terrible. Oh, I'm awful. Even the one
0: that I knew, I gave it to Joe. Yes. This is Basic Instinct. That was good stuff.
2: I got that with Love Actually I steal. against Joe. What I always is it steal. with Joe? So I just um, need to
0: keep my mouth shut in future. oh anyway. uh, Yeah,
1: sorry. So he's the big scary man from Barton Fink, at the same time as being like this quite fey. Yeah. Like, he falls into, like, this sort of creepy, yeah. quiet man, which I i don't think I've seen him do
0: before, really. It's um, definitely worth a watch. It's brilliant. Um, and, like, the fact that it came out, like, two months after it was announced as well was pretty Yeah, amazing.
1: that's cool. Um, the only other thing that's not on this that I have watched and really enjoyed was The Witch. Did either of you see that? I did see that.
0: So I saw it, uh, we had a screening of it in San Francisco. Mm. Um, but, and it's completely the fault of the cinema, not the film. Oh, right. The there was a lot of light bleed in the cinema. Oh, that's not good. Uh, it's a cinema where you can drink there, so you're constantly being interrupted by you know waiters coming up and taking drinks, uh... and that is a, a film that really relies heavily on the sound and do, you know, it's all kind the of atmosphere. old English. The way they yeah half uh, the time I was like I can't understand a word.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot saying. of it is just working out through context. It's yeah. like because they're speaking um, a different, essentially a different language at times. Yeah,
0: and. Uh, at the time, uh, I think Chris had seen it or a couple of people had seen it and they were like, it's amazing. And I was like, I don't get it. But I think that was largely the fault of the cinema. Yeah, which sure. the irony is, it was a director Q&A screening. So ah, he was there. Ah, that sucks. Um, oh. Um, oh, can
2: you imagine if you were seeing your work basically be butchered yeah. by the but, uh, yeah,
0: he, he seemed to be happy. And I know a lot of the other people that I saw it with said it's okay. But interestingly, um, like I went with a couple of the Aussie guys. They felt the same as me. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure most of the Americans couldn't understand a word that Finchie was saying. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forget that it's <laughs> Finchie. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, I just like, I think it's like
1: just psychedelic and or you would, like not quite psychedelic. Like it is like a really bad trip sometimes yeah. and just interesting to see
0: those people in that place. Like I, the beginning bit was, uh, again, as a parent, was horrifying. Oh, Christ, horrifying. yeah. Um, um properly properly like to the point where i was like i might just walk out of this i, d- I don't need to see it it is oh. really unpleasant but then uh and i think i've said that on the podcast before i don't feel it uh reach those heights afterwards okay. no but i'm not sure whether it wanted to i think a lot of it was about giving you
1: that like here's the high point of yeah. like real horror and then yeah. kept you waiting for yeah, something yeah. awful to happen again yeah. um tension yeah and like I just think it was really well put together. And the sheer isolation of that place like, yeah, 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 captures yeah. Yeah. how
0: mad it was I'd for people to, to go. I'd be interested to see what I thought if I watched it again at home in a dark yeah. room where I can actually hear what the heck is going on. Mm, so. Maybe yeah. with
2: headphones in. That always makes things scarier.
1: I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Also, it feels a lot like A Field in England, which is another horror mm. film like with really sort of strange druggy feeling to yeah. it like, some, like, so, like you're watching it through a lens like yeah. there's something really odd going on that you can't quite perceive mm. I just really like that being left completely uncertain mm. yeah. it's great
2: really yeah. good But I remember you you saying a while back, Alex, that um, being a father does affect how you watch certain storylines. Everything. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And like, I remember we were talking about in relation to Game of Thrones. And obviously this year had an incredible series of Game of Thrones, but you said previously that you'd you'd almost, you'd almost been done with it. You were out because of your
0: kids. Obviously, because what happened, again, trying to talk without spoilers, what happens in whatever episode it was, I can't remember, but there is a bad thing that happens to a child. There's a bad thing that happens to a child in this season as well. Episode one, I think it is.
2: Yes. Rand, oh, yes, Bold. I'd forgotten about Ran that. Is
0: an absolute monster. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, similarly then, I was like, oh, if you're going to go there and that's all you're going to do, then I'm not interested. But I'm pleased I stuck with it because... Yeah. It was an amazing season, probably was... the highlight of my year so far. Oh, wow. Um, especially episode nine, which was some of the best yes. television I have seen ever.
2: I agree, I agree. And I hate
0: the fact that you're not going to watch it.
1: I'm finally getting to the point where I probably will. It's I'm just, really It's like, good. it's so many hours of work. Know, it, is.
0: It, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it is. And, and again, you're going to have to endure have to some all, rubbish.
1: And all the stuff that I already know, this is yeah. the problem. Like, I know. I can't just jump in because there's enough differences that it won't make sense.
2: But when did that start happening? Like I'm do season it. three, was start. Something.
1: They started making small changes. Season two, season three is right. where big stuff yeah. started happening. Yeah.
2: I mean, season one is amazing. When you read the book, and uh, it, it's like word for word. There are whole sections, chapters. What's the point in this?
1: <laughs> I, just, I didn't need it. I, saw, I, really, I didn't get anything out of seeing the thing that I already knew was going to really,
2: happen. Really, I I find it like, so for instance, with the Harry Potter books. I really loved watching the Harry Potter films, even though. You, like, you know exactly what's going to happen because it's seeing that, that reimagining. Yeah, you were in Harry Potter? Yeah, well, I, loved, I loved seeing myself
0: on the screen. Everything comes every back to that. Every do you, know, do
2: you know that I now have my own wikia page on Harry Potter?
0: Well, did you set it up yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like, but I can set up a Wikipedia page for myself. That's not a problem.
2: Someone I think someone from the podcast must have said because post-podcast something came out, oh, like, really? I was in it. And now it says like, Alicia Judge is a British actress who appeared in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And that I'm like mum mum the internet says I'm an actress look it must <laughs> <Wow>. be real
0: <laughs> You got an IMDb page
2: Yeah and I've got an IMDb page I've got you know an IMDb well. page come what? on why have you got an
0: IMDb I was a talking head on a TV program once What yeah. You got an IMDb page for
2: that yeah. Apparently so. Joe
0: Scribbles says Joe Scribbles as himself yeah I was on Gamesmaster in 1990 or whenever Get it was. Get
1: involved. You can I put yourself that on there. That I saw that, actually. Did you do it yourself? No, I didn't. Someone right. did it for me, but I think it was probably the production company. Very but if right. you've got an IMDb Pro account, which I think Tierly does, yeah. you're allowed to. I'm not really? going to create an Games IMDb Master. Pro. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Can't be the only one. Me, me Gav, Alicia, yeah, probably Chris. He's been doing things. Yeah. Been touted around. What does he do?
2: Yeah, um, yeah. But, but you know, I, I do think that there's, there's a certain amount of... Um, Enjoyment that can be had from watching a visual adaptation of a series that you know and love and mm. thinking it's that whole thing of always well, we said that you know writing is totalitarian, reading is a democracy, in that the author has a really set view of how thing. Are in their head, and then you read it and you imagine, yep. and mm. something you have. Yeah, you and I think that. there's another layer of that with a film that, you know, you have. Well, a it goes set back to totalitarianism. Yeah, exactly. It goes back to totalitarian in your own, and then suddenly someone else comes up with a view that's shared very democratically across a very, very wide audience and introduces it to people who perhaps might not have read the book. And I just think that kind of layering of adaptation is really, really interesting.
1: See, I think my key enjoyment, this is going way off topic, but my key enjoyment of the books is that is like the political nature of them. Like, I love the fact that you can have these long bits where people are creating machinations that might just never happen. You just have these people forming plans just in case something else happens. And I really like how all of this links in and then the, those action moments explode. Like, you know, the thing that happens to Ned, which I guess, you know, yeah. like that in the books, it takes so long to get there that when it happens, mm. it is... The most shocking possible thing. I'd say that's that the same. It's no, I'd say that's like, the
2: same in the, in the TV, TV series. But the TV
0: series has less time for you to get. I mean, I think. I think like the it, fact that it all happens in season one. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: But it happens like at the end of season one I when agree. you're like nine hours in. So you've had nine yeah. hours of yeah, falling yeah. in love with this character. When it happened, I remember I was like, I was so shocked. And it's yeah.
0: like very few TV shows have the balls to go there. Of course. And yeah. the fact that it did that, I was like, oh shit like the you're absolutely right like the
1: pace of that works but there's there's something about like 600 pages versus nine hours but that's
0: the thing I found oh man I started to read the book and I was like this is just oh I love it it's
1: so great (laughs) and that's and those elements that political intrigue that you know hundreds of characters turning up you have to lose that for a TV series because it would make no sense at all there are still so many characters but I'm like
0: oh, who is that again? Nice. And just like constantly re- side referencing. Or, like, or going they're,
2: they're characters in the TV series that we saw in season two. And they, for instance, they've just shown up again yes, yes. in season six. And I'm looking at, like, there was a reveal of one character in this series that we haven't seen since the Red Wedding. Yeah. And I was like, they, they, the way they reintroduced them was like this really epic shot. And I literally just turned to my house. I was like, who's, who's that? Like, yes. are, we, are we meant to know who that is? Like, And it, it was a really important reason
0: to know who they were. But see, that is my th- you know most TV shows have a what happened previously mm. yeah you Game of Thrones that. doesn't do no, that no <laughs> no and, cool. and so I need to kind yes. of like hang on a minute I need to recap yes, so what happened it's so weird that they
2: don't have that why don't they have that just
0: for fun but I think well I find the two minute intro as much as I love it I find that a little bit self indulgent oh no because I watch it on uh, digital I don't watch it live First thing I do Skip two minutes yeah. Off it goes mm. I love the theme tune I don't need to watch it In front of every no. single episode no, see, now. We, There's a
2: reason
1: minutes. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Cut its theme tune By in a minute oh, After the first so series good. Did they do
0: that? They did now, And that's the theme tune Exactly It's <laughs> brilliant uh, Other stuff Strong stuff Walking Dead Was really really oh, good
2: I also love the Apart from season, the
0: Walking season Dead. finale and I, <gasps> I, I didn't particularly Alex, like
2: it. Alex You didn't like it No I I thought it was amazing. That end scene, like, I'm still on Tentux, because also it's that... Exactly,
0: that's why... Mid-season finale, yes. End of season finale, no.
2: No, 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 but That's I... That's it, no, i no, said. No, no, no. I think that it's they so they got a lot of stick for that. They got an awful lot of stick being like, oh, this is just a really cheap trick, a cheap ploy to like um, keep us tied over. Correct. I don't think it was. I think <laughs> it makes absolute total sense in the arc that they did throughout the series for it to end at that point. And then it means that the next series begins. You know how normally when a new series begins, you've already had the really like dramatic bit in the last episode of the previous one. So the first episode is kind of like, everyone's like dealing with the fallout and there's just this kind of like it's a bit slower as you're drawn back in it means that we're gonna go bam straight into something at the beginning of the first series and like you hit the ground running yeah. which I think sets it up really it well it depends
0: how they play that episode like Negan needs to be mm. properly badass in that
2: yeah but I I think just from that short scene that he did in that end bit like we had such a build-up to him as a character yeah I can't remember the name of the actor he's the guy oh, from supernatural no um but he he was so good and so menacing, and so I think he's going to be such a good introduction. The build to up the to it, where they
0: kept on driving, and it's like that way is blocked, that way is blocked. Yeah. it's Like, oh my god! Like, it feels like they are properly running out of options. Yeah. No. It was great. It was,
2: it was incredibly well done and well paced. And um, who? Uh,
0: I was. I was gonna, are you bothered or not? I don't watch it. Who do you think's been battered in the head?
2: Oh no! But isn't that that perhaps that's a spoiler for our listeners? Oh okay. <laughs> well, wow. battered in the head because they had a really heavy night and um, yes. so much <laughs> vodka. Well, we
0: don't know. No, we don't know. So I don't think it's that much of a spoiler.
2: So I mean not talking about it spoiler-wise. Obviously if you, if you've read the well, comics, don't say if you if you, if oh, you No, no, so if you Does read the, if you've the read the comics, yeah, it's a, oh. and that's what that's what was so amazing about right. it. The um oh, the cinematography of it was amazing because in the comics it's like there's windows where you're the, you know they, they had a certain thing of the camera angles yeah. and the camera angles was going from face to face from the point of view of a thing Yeah. being so cryptic. <laughs> but um In the, yeah, in the, in the comics, it's exactly the same shot. It goes from like, so they basically recreated the comic book pains on the, and I, oh, that was so, like, it's, it's almost an exact rip. So, Going back to what you we were saying about Game of Thrones, I th- I love that when mm. the, it's it's so faithful and you see something blown up and, and given colour and edges and
0: so that's happened in the comics. Yeah, we it's happened in the comics.
2: We know who it is. The
0: consequences of a scene.
2: But there was a there was a thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> deliberately. But uh, they could they
2: could go completely off piece because yeah, they, there was there well, was. They, I hope they do. With with that particular you know that particular character has already had something quite major happen to them earlier in the series that didn't happen in the comics that I right. think could potentially. Mean that they're safe. But then they might not be. It's, it's this... I I've, Yeah, sorry, I think I've just gushed. <laughs>
1: well, this is fascinating. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what's going Why on. Why do you not watch Walking Dead? I just don't give a shit about zombies. Fair I just enough. can't care less. It's amazing. I don't <laughs> understand it. It's such a weird no, cultural but phenomenon. But
0: I don't particularly... I'm not I know The Walking Dead's person, not about zombies. or just really I, yeah, exactly.
1: I just... Yeah. I yeah. never yeah. watched the first series, and by the time I... It's everyone always else the other human like, beings,
0: the, the real... Arseholes. Yeah,
1: but that's- like the wa- the Walking Dead uh, games, I loved, and yeah. that's because I didn't need to know anything about it, and I went in and yeah. I played it through. and I'm like, that's cool. I never played season two because yeah. yeah, no, I played season one, didn't play season. But one. yeah, like yeah. it's something that sounds great. I just never never cared enough yep. but, but I like... think that's
2: what the Walking Dead comics and TV series do really well that the zombies are a menace and they are a threat but the the longer time goes on almost the zombies don't become as powerful because obviously they're rotting corpses mm. so that you know it comes to a point but the humans do become and there's this there's this interesting kind of like Weight shift balance between these two massive dangers that are in their own way, and then even like people within the group. There's so many dynamics, and you constantly just feel this struggle for survival, and it's played out so well. Well, it's
1: the thing of that, like, they use the zombies almost as the wall that keeps
2: everyone in the prison together. Yeah, 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 that's a really good analogy. It's almost
0: like it's part of the back,
2: quite literally, (laughs) in one season. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, that was good. Anything else, TV wise? Daredevil season two, I think we were in agreement, really liked it, but again, I felt like the final couple of episodes lost. In its way a retrospect,
1: bit. I feel quite bad about it, to be honest. Like I realized that actually the point at which I stopped truly caring about it was the point at which they went, they just stuck the Punisher somewhere else. Yeah. And you're like, I think it's the whole driving force yeah. behind this series. Like I yeah. don't understand what they were doing. Yeah. Um I thought they completely butchered Wilson Fisk. I think he was incredible in the first series, and yeah, they just was, yeah. Whoever wrote, I don't know if it was the same writers, but whatever they did to him, this series, just does away with all their hard work. In the first series, he's like borderline autistic, uh, like has major social problems, has an amazing backstory, and it feels like his his villainous nature is sort of a pragmatic decision to be a better person somehow. In this one, he's just a big bad man in a prison. (laughs) And you just look at it and go, what? have you done yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense um,
0: there are moments of you know, there's brilliant stuff it's really really good and
1: of course they do the you know they do their one incredible fight scene again oh. and mm. that yeah that scene is you you don't see stuff like that in tv like well, I'll tell you, what, though,
0: you want to watch that game of thrones episode uh, well yes so mm. nine, that,
1: that's a hell of a scene um, so yeah i'm kind of i think i've been left way less interested in the netflix marvel project yeah, than yeah. i was beforehand yeah. like Aww.
0: I'm interested to see what the Punisher break up. Punisher could uh, be interesting,
1: because seems... um, I thought he was great. Uh, Luke Cage, I could not care less about Luke Cage. I think uh, he was terrible in Jessica Jones. I think that actor is not great. Uh, the two things I've seen him in are that and Halo 5, neither yeah. of which are a good performance. Um, Iron Fist, maybe, if it's weird enough, might be fun, because like, that has the potential to be really, really strange. Yeah, That's yeah. a man from an alternate dimension. <laughs> um, right. But I don't know. It's It just kind of feels like a project where they've... It feels like they needed to make season 2 of Daredevil. Yeah. Mm.
2: And
1: and just didn't it didn't matter as much to them, which is sad. Yeah. Um but mm. yeah. Also, crap, The X-Files. The yeah. X-Files is one of the greatest TV shows Should of all never time. Have come back. What are they doing? David Covney looks like he's melting the entire time. None of the writers remember how to write. Oh, <laughs> like dear. the third episode after the first two, which were or oh, like truly gut-wrenchingly awful, episode one. Episode two was okay. Episode three was written by the guy widely renowned amongst fans as the best ever X-Files writer. Yeah. And it sounded like he'd done that thing again. Yeah. And it was... Just awful, I like mean. so, so bad. It was because he always I love did The X Files. Yeah.
0: And uh, he I always haven't did, bothered watching it.
1: He always did the comedy episodes. He was the guy that did like Clyde Brookman's Final Repose and uh, War of the Cup of Ages. like these brilliant, weird episodes where he would make fun of all the concepts and the characters. Yeah, And in this one, it was just Reese Darby running around in his pants. Right. Like, like Mowgli.
0: It was like Mogi, re- like Alex New Zealand on the Mowgli.
2: Weekend. It
0: was really I just annoying. Say I don't actually do that.
2: Oh what? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> or is that another part of my superhero uh, costume? Is yeah, it up, wonky glasses, and <laughs> yeah, And <pants only? laughs> now they're doing
1: another series, and it's just are going, they? I think so, and I'm just really sad. <laughs> it's just so annoying. Like before it came out, me and Gav were doing like events where we showed X Files to people in pubs because we were obsessed with it, and people don't watch it anymore. Uh, And now it's just like, I don't want anyone to know that I like (laughs) X-Files. It's just crap. Um, Old X-Files. Was Fargo season two on this year? Mm. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Chris really, really rates Fargo. Fargo is incredible. And if season two was this year, let me just say you should watch Fargo season two. It's one of the most inventive things. Um, So, you know, the first series was like a take on the film, but went a different direction. Season two takes an event that is mentioned incredibly briefly in season one and makes that the entire season with a right. few little connections to the first series but essentially it's a completely different thing in a different place uh, and is so amazing mm. at doing that just just by going yeah, it's got the same title like and the basic conceit of like good people do bad things sometimes yeah, yeah. here's an entire series and it's and it's closed it always does one series done and that's that is it. your story mm. fantastic I nothing else check that out. yeah oh. um yeah it's so good
0: all righty if you had to pick one of those things for your highlight of the year—games, movies, or TV—what's it going to be?
1: Just to be different from Overwatch, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to say Inside. Okay. I think Inside's the most surprising thing I've played or seen this year. Yep. Like the, the things it does to you are uh, so good.
2: Um, as you could probably tell from my earlier outpouring of adoration, it's probably The Walking Dead this really? season. My nice. favourite thing. That wow. I've, yeah, out of, out of yeah, even beating the games list that we've got.
0: Uh, see, I'm going to go Game of Thrones because I was so down on that from the last season. Yeah, it wasn't okay. a great season, season five, anyway. But the fact that I was like, after investing 50 hours worth of my time watching it mm. and then coming back with probably the strongest season so far, I was like, it's brilliant. Yeah, and it finishes badass. the last two episodes are exceptional that's really cool cool.
2: I did watch Um, the final episode very very drunk after we joined Drunken (laughs) Masters which was probably an error I was just like what but
0: like like this Monday when there wasn't an episode to watch I was like
2: Hmm. What do I do with myself? Yeah, I found it fascinating. It was Monday, and I could go on the IGN homepage without <laughs> massive spoilers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but so far it's been a really good year for well, games, movies, and TV. It and has. Uh, I'm hard. interested to see what comes Movies, out. less so, I think, based on that list. But, like, well, it's been a really good year for Disney. Four yes. of the yeah. five are yeah. Disney films. We barely suppose.
1: talked about Civil War. That was good. Mm. Uh, also, Spider-Man Homecoming. Cannot wait now. Right. It's going to be brilliant.
0: So, I, I've found Age of Ultron to be so dull mm. that I didn't, didn't watch. Civil War. I didn't see Civil War. I think cinema. it's way more fun. Like, I hope so. Way, way more fun. I hope so. Anyway, let's move on to uh, really... Fi- Actually, look, if you've got any feedback on what your games or movies mm, or TV yeah. shows Absolutely. are... Uh, let us know So far let us know uh, IGN underscore UK feedback At IGN.com So this is an email, email From Philip Hearn Who says Rory's guest introductions On the last podcast Specifically Alicia's Oh uh, Reminded me That in Sunderland There is an old woman Who sings <laughs> 90s pop rave songs On karaoke In one of the less desirable pups Her hair <laughs> is big and grey Like a judge's wig Which has led her To the nickname of The judge That's it <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh! You found my weekend hangout, my disguise. <laughs> so I'm a superhero. Yes, I'm an old lady <laughs> old who
1: sings nineties. <laughs> favorite '90s pop
0: rave hit.
2: Oh, uh, I'm Blue da, ba, de, da, ba, da. Was that Nineties? Yeah, that was oh, my late '90s, 90s
0: probably. I could not well, tell you what they're called. Like, well, I like. Groovers in the
1: heart. Is that '90s That's not rave? Well, it's pop rave. Okay. I don't know. I used to what, like... What's she singing? Firestarter. I don't know. Yeah, but like a lot of the stuff I liked. Didn't have vocals. Interesting. Oh. Maybe she's just doing that. Maybe she's freestyling. Did you go, Beatboxing. Did you
2: go raving? And did you have, like, the, little, have glow the, the little glow sticks? I, no,
1: don't be oh. so stupid. Did you go to, <laughs> did you go to proper raves? Uh, like, I illegal where, in the field no, stuff?
0: I, I went to the Hacienda a few times. That's though. good. Yeah, Nice.
2: That's fascinating.
0: I haven't been to a warehouse in the middle of nowhere that would be cool no. this
2: is saddening one of those no. f- I'm enjoying farms. I feel like I've learned so much about you in Good. the course of this podcast most
0: of it made You're... up
2: <laughs> yeah that's fine uh, right this is from oh, it's from Livon Young uh, oh yes Livon, so Livon emailed last week and said uh, that they weren't that happy with keyword countdown they were kind of like ah oh, this podcast is meant to be about games and thought that movies was breaking too far from the fold on this time, says greetings. Awesome games done quick is happening this week. I love hearing the commentary from some of my favourite games. What game could you competitively speedrun? I would probably do Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. I'm at peace with keyword countdown. The podcast is not just Jane. I, I really I really <laughs> like
1: at I'm at peace with keyword <laughs> countdown. That's that's good. I They've love, been convinced.
2: I just love that it's in the same paragraph. Like they, it's, it's always like it's a completely separate email, but then they just add it in at the end. It's what cool.
1: game could you comparatively, what comparatively could I competitively Steve? Speed speed run. run?
2: Steve run. Steve run. Hmm. Uh, I could probably competitively speed run. Uh, it's Tomb Raider Anniversary. Really? It's the remake they did of the very first game. Right. And yeah, it's like, you can just go straight through it because you've already kind of played it back in the first game, but it's even shinier and beautiful and you know all the levels and it's like gorgeous. I'll
1: tell you what, I could... bloody competitively speedrun now is fighting the great Macau in monster hunter oh generations my God. Well, why
0: don't you do that in the video that you did well
1: because <laughs> you have to do it and nine thousand times so jo-
2: joe and i were doing a let's play of monster hunter the and first episode of which will first, be out now yes, yes exactly which you can go check out but uh we had loads of problems technical issues and whatnot which meant So-called that we basically
0: veteran hunter it yeah, Joey Scrubs. Was-
1: <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I was just showing the ropes. We the had ropes to- tied around my neck. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> the me. Um, but yeah, we had to basically film the the first episode a few times. Oh which my meant god. That- we we just got by the end. We were so monster hunted out.
1: It was a terrifying thing. Although I have since played uh, eight hours of that game, nice. <laughs> so nice. on my own, off my own back, nice. made two sets of armor. They're brilliant. Hey, that,
0: oh, God, I love Monster Hunter so much. You just can't perform when you need to. No,
1: that's exactly it. Is that yeah, it? it's yeah. the pressure gets to me. Stage <laughs> fright.
0: Need to uh, take a tip off Mowgli. <laughs> He can perform in his pants let's, in front of millions. Let's not talk about a 10-year-old that way.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> what could you competitively speedrun? Uh,
0: back in the day, probably the original Quake.
1: Really? Yeah. that was a fast game was, as well. I was
0: good at Quake. Uh, there was one particular map. God, I think it was called DM4. Because mm-hmm. it was always like, tapping yeah. f- f- speed to that map. That I knew it so well that, and when quad damage would appear, I'd I got my run round, and as I was running up to it, the quad damage would appear. Ah, oh, that's wonderful! And then, nice. you know, like rocket jumping, grenade jumping, all that kind of stuff. Like the rocket jump was just those arena so things so satisfying.
1: Those arena things were so good as well. Like the I, like in the first Halo, when you and your friends all suddenly worked out where the perfect you know the, the strongest weapon on the map was yeah, yeah, yeah. and you would all work out your routes yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. there and it would just well, become that's the thing. like a everybody
0: had their own route and different way of getting to these different things yeah and it was probably i guess if you took a birds eye view it's just like trains going around the yeah. track with people just firing as yeah. they're doing it but yeah ah oh, so good and then quake 2 was also really really good like the railgun in quake 2 was a the best weapon to master like could it. that go through walls was that a different railgun? No, I don't think so. I'm but on. it was all about, like, one-shot kills yep. from miles. It's like a sniper rifle. Yeah. But amazing. And then Quake 3, I never really gelled with quite as much. And mm. the new Quake, is not dead. I was going to say, you, I, I also, I, they haven't said what it is yet. No. That's the weird no, thing. No, no, no. I'm quite also, interested. like, it's one of the few shooters that you have to play with a mouse and keyboard,
1: I Oh, think. Christ, yeah. Um, yeah, because I played Quake 3 on PS2. And, it, yeah, obviously, <laughs> yeah. in retrospect... At the time, I didn't know better. But yeah. looking back on it, I was just like, that's mad. Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid game to try and play that way. Yeah, it's crazy. Good old Quake. Uh, right. Last week, we were talking about uh, what make good or bad airplane films. Uh, here's one that <laughs> should be obvious. Uh, this is from someone who calls himself Sherbet Face. I, un- I once intentionally watched United 93 on a plane. Being a film student at the time, I was genuinely curious about the intensity of the experience. And no, it wasn't screened by the airline. I had to load it onto my media device. This was before smartphones. It was not enjoyable by any means, but never have I felt so invested in the emotion on screen. Which leads into a question I have for you guys. Are there any films you think are greatly enhanced by viewing them in specific conditions, e.g. The Blair Witch Project in the Woods or Jaws on the Water?
0: I've never seen either of those films in those environments. Have you ever
1: watched a film in a weird environment? That might open it up a little bit.
0: Well, I've never done Secret, secret Cinema, cinema or, anything. or anything like that. Oh. Partly because uh, I feel like if you want to go and watch a film, then you want to watch the film. You don't want all the other guff that comes with it. Mm. And I, I wanted to go and see Empire Strikes Back, but 80 quid a ticket, I was like... Yeah, but yeah. you can, you can, can, can do that that the little...
2: To, to, there's like, not Secret Cinema, but they're like smaller scale versions like around different... Parts of London,
1: and um, I watched Jurassic Park at Battersea Power Station oh, a couple nice. of years back, and that was brilliant. That's cool. That was really fun.
2: So I, I did um, the Matrix. That's not much
1: to do with? No, no it's just, just nice. Okay, just right, talking about a right. cool thing. You can do <laughs> cool things. Right. Yeah, Segway. No, yeah. they,
2: ne- yeah, they never, they never really have much to do with the, the locations with the actual film because I saw the Matrix in a cemetery. Um, which we were literally <laughs> sat amongst the groceries and it was a birthday present for my ex, and I didn't tell him where we were going, so I was kind of like, "Oh, it's a surprise!" Like, "Follow me," and I was walking into a graveyard, like, "Yeah," <laughs> so It was like, "Listen," you are like, "It's the Matrix
0: at t-? the end." Of it. Is that what you was, were like, doing? Is these- <laughs> well? like talking like, "Follow talk
1: like, oh, <laughs> me." You like Grim Reaper robes.
2: Exactly. It's your birthday and your death
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, to widen this out, are there anything films we reckon could be? greatly enhanced by viewing them in specific conditions?
0: What would be good? Why didn't you give me any prior notice for this
2: well, question? I don't, yeah. <laughs> I need to
1: prepare them to this. be great improv
0: geniuses. I never claim that. I, you have heard you
1: shouting <laughs> Pretending you've got a microphone, doing comedy bits.
0: I can shout, you're right, but what, I can't shout anything that makes would sense. would
2: be good? What a, I feel like horror movies could always be, like, helped with setting. If you watched
1: Wreck like, in, like, a closed, abandoned... Barcelona
2: uh, apartment. It, well,
1: yeah, that would be very specific, <laughs> but yes. Um.
2: <laughs> what else would be good?
0: But surely horror films in like graveyards that would make sense I'm not sure why the Matrix I have no idea they lit
2: lit up all the graves with like green lighting as well I feel like we should have asked the dead whether they were okay with this so (laughs) that it looked like
1: all the uh, like the epitaphs were the code falling down
2: (laughs) (laughs) and funnily enough we went back to that graveyard maybe like a month later and played hide and seek and watched the Matrix again it's really bad it's really bad actually but oh well sorry Brompton Cemetery (sighs) you're a very beautiful cemetery and we appreciate all the fun and joy that you have brought
0: maybe get a a better person that who can choose screenings a little mm. more wisely. Yes.
1: <laughs> One of my earliest memories is watching Ghostbusters at a drive through Like a drive not a drive through drive-in cinema. Drive in yeah yeah. Drive-through yeah. <laughs> cinema. You just walk past Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: like, but yeah, um and that's haunted me ever since. Ghostbusters is a much scarier where? film to me because I where did you see that? Canada. Ah, okay. That's where ah. I grew up. Um, but yeah, it was and like I feel now like Ghostbusters is a way scarier film Because it was a place I was unfamiliar with I didn't know why we were there And yeah. there were ghosts um, right. And th- it's a really funny film But to me it's terrifying still The librarian haunts everything I do Well that's a scary moment I know but like yeah imagine that Being four year old in a car Four? Yeah I think I was four That's bad I think my parents parenting. were quite, quite irresponsible <laughs> I must be four or five.
0: There are people who listen to this podcast. I think uh, somebody's written in a number of times about 4D experiences where you have uh, well, like, wind blowing in your face and a yeah. pistol squirt and stuff like yeah, that. No, that to me is just like, why would you want that?
1: I'd quite like that in a really dumb disaster movie,
0: though. Or like Titanic. San Andreas. Someone there like, throwing stuff
1: Just at you. a big bucket of fish and water. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: like, this herring landing on just you. Just walking out. is like. That was really good. Oh, yeah, good. and when that guy falls into the propeller, they just chuck you into a propeller. Oh, and then good. Just at that the end, sounds it slowly perfect. fills up with water.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> one door of to that the entire exactly. audience. Yes. Gosh,
2: um, do we have time for one more? Uh,
0: this is an email from Nick Sherwood, who said, "With regard to unnecessary sequels, oh, we were talking about that last week. I was well. going to say, okay, uh, I'd point out that the best, or most agreeable, films of recent years have all been sequels too." question mark. The industry is geared to guaranteed successes. 95% of that is in the category for biggest possible return.
1: Well he says two different things there that sequels can be good and also that the film industry is geared to make things that make money. That's not those aren't like inclusive with each other. Um, I'd agree. Well I don't know what are the best sequels like Iron Man 2 was shit. <laughs> that's all I've got. Empire Strikes
0: Back is good. Lion that is true.
2: Lion King 2 was amazing. I know that's a very long what? time ago. Yeah, you've said this before. That. I don't it's get it. It's really good. It has the best song ever. We'll not hear a word against it.
0: Best song it. ever. Such
2: a good song that it's used in Lion King the musical. Right. I don't like... Which is basically the first film. But they took a film... A I've song. seen
0: Lion King the musical. It's I don't really remember, Do
2: you remember the song. He lives song. in you. Hey, I, 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 I
0: yeah. No one remembers he that song. He lives in me. Every, this is the thing. <laughs> what are we talking about? Everyone... <laughs> is it Simba's Pride? Is that Lion King 2? Or is that Lion King 3? Uh,
2: yes, it is. It's Simba's Pride. Oh, Lion King sh- 3 we don't talk about. You should
0: know. You're touting it as one King of the two. greatest films ever
2: made. I don't deal in specifics. Right. But like...
0: everyone. Otherwise I'd just call it Episode 5. I wouldn't call it Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> That's important.
2: Episode, I mean... I so, mean... Yeah. Simba's, Simba, yeah, it's fine.
0: Anyway, I would say Empire that Strikes Back is better than Simba's Pride. That's
2: okay, all I'm saying. Yeah, every, uh, this is the thing,
1: every sequel <laughs> I can think of that I think is really good would be a sequel I would consider significantly different from the film it follows. So Empire Strikes Back is yep. way darker, yep, 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 yep. way more interesting story-wise, and, like, say, Toy Story 2, like, that's a much... They're always sadder. Um, Toy Story 2 is a
0: much... And Toy Story 3,
1: really S- sad. Yeah, mm. like a, it's a, and it has a very different message. It's going for a different thing. Yeah, like They've got the same people, but it feels quite separate. You could watch it as a standalone yeah. film. Whereas, yeah, I what don't know. About, most Where do you stand sequels. on Fast and Furious? I've never watched a Fast Have and you Furious not? film.
0: See, I'd never, until last year and I watched uh, all of them I did fast (laughs) and furious my god (laughs) in one go it was one of like I used most of my train time to watch either TV or films or whatever and Mm. because I'd not seen any of them and Seven was on the way Seven came out I thought well I should I should watch them and so you can really understand why the loss of Paul Walker was so harrowing it's genuinely moving was it well he was probably the most likeable thing about those films was he
1: okay Uh, I don't know anything about him I didn't know who he was when it happened no like
0: uh, Tokyo Drift which is four I think man that is a bad movie really like skip that one (laughs) you don't need to watch that Um, is there an integral storyline no you've got the same character like they're so stupid yeah in every sense of the word and like quite a lot of the time I find them well the early ones I found offensive because Mm. of their portrayal of women right Um, but by the end when you've got The Rock and everyone doing stuff it's Dumb fun. Fair play.
1: So just watch the last one, is what you're saying?
0: Uh, last, I think it's
1: 567. 567, yeah, yeah. that's the trilogy? Five, yeah. Six, okay, seven, it took him a while. So isn't that Fast and Furious guy doing something quite good now?
0: He's doing uh, something interesting. Uh, well, uh, is it James Wan? Is that the
2: director?
1: I mean, no, he's conjuring and stuff, yeah, isn't he's he? He's a uh, horror guy. I think he was one of the X-Files writers. I can't remember um, yeah. Anyway. Cool.
2: That's it.
0: Any other feedback?
2: Uh, we do have one final piece. Oh, my oh God. We have time for this. Uh, the we'll heading, make time for it, shall we? The heading is, please love me, <laughs> in capital letters with exclamation marks. So this is part of a saga. We've had um, a load of emails to from Emily Arcea, who so she says this week, hi, guys.
1: Wait, shall we, let's pray see this, because Alex we, has we, hasn't...
2: Okay, you've, are you not familiar with... No.
1: Week one, Amelia run, writes in saying that... Alicia is the best. Oh, my God. My brain just went wrong from Amelia to Alicia. There we go. It's
2: actually it's quite a hard... I feel like we've become a bit of a double act.
1: Yeah. Amelia and Alicia. Yeah. Um, week one, she says Alicia's the best. Yeah. Uh, and Rory gets upset. Right. Week mm. two, uh, she writes in saying that Rory's the best joint with Alicia. The rest of us get upset. This is week three. <laughs> right.
2: So, this week... Hi, guys. Who could have guessed... Oh, I feel so... Re- I feel really like bad reading this about me okay should I do it so
1: I'll put in the I'll put in the requisite amount of scorn go on then (laughs) right hey guys (laughs) Uh, I'm not gonna do that (laughs) who could have guessed that judge fan number one aka Amelia who's become a character now apparently would reply at least one more time I feel like me trying to tell everyone why I love them really backfired especially my sarcastic comments about loving Rory the most I still love you Rory so I'm going to try again, and maybe this time everyone will be happy. I mean, God, for a group almost ma- entirely made up of guys, you're a roller coaster of emotions each <laughs> week. <laughs>
2: She's brilliant.
1: Sexist. So this is against women. So this is why I love everyone on the podcast. All of you have great banths. With all of you, you are all really funny. Cop you, out. you all have my favorite name, but again, who am I to judge? Wink. Literally says wink. I think that maybe, after all the unfortunate misinterpretation of the last two, Misinterpretation, like it's our fault. <laughs> F- fucking hell. Unfortunate <laughs> misinterpretation of the last two podcasts, I may have to simply embrace my favouritism. Alicia is the coolest, it has to be said, and while I've never seen them on camera, she probably has the coolest shoes.
2: I do! Look at my shoes! They are like... They've got gold toes, do you see? Like twinkle toe shoes, and they've got zips at the side. Yeah... Yeah, these are cool. You look so impressed, Mm -hmm. Alex. I think
1: you guys know everything. I just wonder what's
0: happened to this podcast. (laughs) I was on this podcast (laughs) in 2009. It's a goddamn shambles. (laughs)
1: I think you guys know everything I say is in jest, because you guys are brilliant on the podcast, no matter the combination of hosts. I hope you all still love me, because I love all of you equally. You just said you did not I'm never disappointed by who is on the podcast. Also, just quickly, I also finished Inside, and holy crap, what the heck, please do a spoiler cast. I would like to. I haven't missed a single episode of the podcast since I started watching years ago, because it's always a highlight to my week. I finished my second year of A-levels recently with exams, and now I just meditate for six days and 23 hours until the next episode. (laughs) Listen, and then go back to meditation. So does she listen or watch? Uh, watched uh, well, I don't know. No, she said that she
2: hadn't watched the. She doesn't watch the. But she
1: said I started watching years yeah. ago. This oh, is a mystery. This is interesting. Is this an ARG? Uh, I, usually, I actually listen to the podcast a, a second bot. time. It's a
0: goddamn bot, isn't it? It's, not it's a, a bot. bot. <laughs> 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 it's a sex bot. Oh my god! <laughs> we get loads Wait of weird emails to sex uh, to our uh, sex bot emails. She's too.
2: not asking you to have sex with us, Emilia. No, they're not. Do they're you know
0: they're just a little bit. You know, they're like, oh hi, how are you doing? You're really nice. That's. Exactly. What you
1: know? What did. Amelia sounds like? Whoa. E-mail-ia. <gasps> Email bar. Usually, Conspiracy. usually, I actually listen to the podcast a second time in the week because I laugh again at what you all say because you're all amazing. Oh. Oh my God. Please love me. I love all of you exactly the same amount. I'm sorry, Alicia. My love for you must be suppressed. Oodles of love, Amelia Racia. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> this bit's weird. <laughs> Yes, I checked. Krupa means forgiveness, compassion and blessings. So at least Dan technically has to forgive me for saying I love Rory the most, because his name says so. Hashtag blessed. Also, Murphy means sea warrior, which I'm sure is not true. That cannot be real. Sea warrior. I'm going to ask Murphy. Murphy means sea warrior, which I thought was cool. In comparison, my last name, Arcia, apparently comes from misspellings or pronunciations of Garcia. So basically, I have my last name because of a typo. Again, Hashtag blessed, and that's it. I think yes.
2: That is incredible. That was a roller coaster of emotion.
1: Amelia, you're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we- and you've really caused problems in this group of people. Yes.
2: Discord.
1: <laughs> no, I'm all right now. I, I, think, I, I think rank. she
2: made I think I'm she made very clear you are confident
1: in yourself yeah. I always say that about you that's why you walk around in do pants you. all the time <laughs> what else do you, you say re- about me just all sorts of things
0: where would I rank in your podcast lineup?
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell you that
0: god damn it that's
1: coming that's end of year that's going to be my ranking we we're all going to do our top tens of the year and I'm just going to do it based on all of us there's not even there's not even <laughs> ten of us well I'll add some they'll be at the bottom
2: well, well Amelia's going to be microphone. on that list
1: <laughs> so. Amelia's now part of the podcast so
2: clearly she's been on three episodes
1: exactly it's more than Tilly's it's been on for ages. More, it's more than I've been on as well.
0: <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you, uh, as always, for listening. Uh, don't forget, you can email us at iGenUKFeedback, uh, sorry, iGenUKFeedback, iGen.com, and we will be back same time next week. Till then, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.